Comic books, video games, television, and movies. In a world where the media was once dominated by superheroes and sci-fi. The year 2020 became the worst dumpster fire of the millennium. And now these barely Irish assholes will band together to make sense of it all. It's not news. It's... I believe we are on. Welcome to Utterly Nonsense Live. And if you're listening to this after the fact, you may be confused as to why I'm saying that. It is because we are actually live streaming this episode right now on YouTube and Twitch. And we have cameras. Yes, we are back on camera for the first time in I don't know how long. It's been a while. Yes, it has. Um, so I will say, Good if to you be are not watching this live, if you're not on Twitch or YouTube, follow us on both of those platforms. You can find all of our links on UtterlyNonsense.com. Uh, and if you are joining us live, thank you very much for watching. Yes, thank you for showing up. Uh, hopefully you saw one of our various posts uh, or reposts over the past few days. I did mention, if you listened to the last to episode, uh, I mentioned at the end of it that uh, we might be doing something different this month. Well, here it is. This is what I had in mind. And uh, the last time we did a live stream was three years ago, and Mike was there. That was in That's studio. Right. That was live at Bloomsburg University yeah. with very, very terrible audio. <laughs> Extremely bad. What, what was with that room, anyway? I, so I have no idea. Like, okay, so before we actually get into the meat of this whole thing, it's worth mentioning that I actually worked in tech support at Bloomsburg University for two and a half years. <laughs> And my one of the big, well, yeah, I it, it wasn't just like AV, but it was mostly AV work, and literally most of my job was going into Studio A and trying to fix things for kids who basically fuck shit up, you know. Um, and for whatever reason, like I, I probably knew that studio better than anyone except like Asa, you know, the big boss there. But um, for and. For the life of me, there was still shit I could never figure out there. It, it's just insane how outdated some of the stuff in that studio is. Yeah. Um, soundboard especially was, you know, very underwhelming. And those lapel mics always, like, had some issue. Oh, or yeah. we, we used the um the handheld ones, and then they were, like, keep running out of battery and all that. Yeah. No, super impractical. And, and you know, again, it's for learning. It's for video production predominantly, so... You know, there's a little bit of leeway there, but uh, looking back, uh, they definitely could have invested in better audio equipment. Yeah. All right, so enough about our our personal past. Let's talk about some stuff. This is basically going to be our, uh, I guess, wrap-up of this big, long dump of a year that it's been. But there have been a few things going on recently that, uh, well, they, they caught my attention 
like at first we were just going to talk about all of the uh, movies that were delayed or canceled, but now there's just been so many other things that seem I don't know comparatively yeah. bigger because it's semi related to that. Because now you got all these movies going on HBO Max, you got all these series going on Disney Plus. What the hell's going on? What what do we want to start with? Well, look, so we had the huge Disney drop, right? There's a lot to tackle there, mostly Marvel and Star Wars stuff. So why don't we just dive in? Um, I guess we can do Mandalorian stuff first, since that just ended this past week. Uh, and, uh, let, let's so uh, you hold off? Let, yeah, let's give that a little time first, because I do want to get into spoilers with the uh, finale. Yeah, of, that's uh, probably going to have to wait till the end. Yeah, yeah. Plus, we want to get Jack in, too, for that. Yeah. Yes, we like will he watched have... it, right? I don't want to spoil yes, it. Yes, he did. He watched yeah. something for once. Isn't that amazing? Jack actually watched a thing that we He's are going about to talk me, about. John. Hmm? I was talking about Mike, but yeah, Jack did. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, um, I just assume so you I, I know we have a few guys in our actual Discord lobby who are probably going to uh, join in at some point just for a few minutes as a guest spot. So Jack will probably be coming on towards the end of this thing. Uh, just for the sake of having someone on who's seen The Mandalorian and is into it as yeah. uh, John and Mike are. And because <laughs> I wanted to have guest callers, just try something new. Yeah. Well, you know, it works in a live format, so... Uh... Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, so, let's get on with it. Do we want to go down the list of things? Because I had this whole Twitter thread open where there's, like, all this Star Wars crap and you got all this Marvel crap, so... I guess we'll look at the Star Wars first since that seemed more... Actually, before the Star Wars, there was some other things. Like, there's a sports thing, something with Michael Keaton. Like I was saying before, this just seems like... Because it's, it's literally called Investor Day. They're announcing all these big-named actors, all these supposedly big series. It just seems like a thing for them to say, please buy our stock, please inflate our prices, we need the money. Well, I mean, ultimately, it's sort of a cash grab for Disney. It's sort of an excuse to get people investing into them. It's sort of an excuse to show that, oh, despite the fact that the world is fucked right now, we're still alive and thriving. Come invest in us so we can continue to be alive and thriving. Yeah. And it's, you know, a functional strategy. They're the biggest company in the world. Uh, so. so the first one that caught my eye uh, says FX on Hulu. I don't even... How do you have a cha- a cable channel on so, Hulu? It's Hulu. Yeah, so basically, it, all of the stuff that you see on FX streams on Hulu. That's really all there is to it. They just okay. have some sort of deal that means uh, Hulu is like the streaming service for all FX series, and that includes Fargo, uh, that includes uh, Legion, that includes of course, which I actually binged like the second I got Hulu. Um, and again, I've seen the series like three times before that. It's just that good. <laughs> so go see. Did that. you fuck my mom, Santa Claus? <laughs> It, I, I was just like, hey, I gotta mom. rewatch that coming up. Like, you know, it's Christmas time. I gotta rewatch that. <laughs> but right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. So, the first thing that caught my eye was let's keep, this thing keeps moving. Alien, the series, based on Ridley Scott's Alien. How? Why? And why now? Why, after all this time, you're gonna do an Alien, was it five? sort of reboot thing when Neil Blomkamp, then you said no, because Ridley Scott wants to do his Alien Covenant, and now it's just, it's, it's, it was a limbo, because I guess that didn't do well enough, and nobody cared enough, just like with The Predator. 
No, it's just, like, yeah, totally pointless. I fully expect wonder, the Predator series to come out. Like, look, so there's dedicated fans in all of these fandoms. People are going to watch these shows, but you have to wonder why now, right? Like, why invest any time resources into, like, essentially it's a cash grab, right? Like, you know, so, yeah. Oh, so have you got... So I might be the only child among us that goes into the Walmart toils, but if you have... Also engaged in this activity. Have you seen the xenomorphs that they have on the shelves? I haven't been no. in a store. What, what brand is it? The pandemic started. They're, they're purple and orange. They're all like the ones from the video games. And it's weird that they're just alien play sets all over the place. That. Oh, God. Oh, God. Disney, don't do it. Don't make aliens for kids. They're trying to appeal God to a new generation. It. Well, it's like the original Alien and Aliens. You got to wonder, would it scare the kids of today, right? Totally. Um, Why not? Yeah, I mean, spooky. look, it's creepy, but there's so much more horror out there. There's so much more shit out there that's just so desensitizing. It doesn't well, really hold up to the same extent as like when we watched it as kids, you know? Like, well, I don't know if I could take myself as an example, but even when I watch things like Alfred Hitchcock, like, Psycho or the birds that scared the shit out of me when I was younger. Well, see, I always thought it was pretty suspenseful. I always thought it was well told, but you know, none of that stuff really freaked me out. Um, and that's not because it was like bad visual effects or anything. It's just there's so much more scarier movies now, right? Birds there's so scare many you. things that. What I said, birds don't. No, scare birds you? don't scare me. No, I'm fucks everywhere. Birds do not scare me. <laughs> you know, I lived in the city at the time, so there was pigeons everywhere, and yeah. I had a pet parrot. So, okay. You know, so anytime. you were actually freaked out by birds, or you just thought your parrot was going to kill you after that? <laughs> no, it was just a freaky situation because, like, I liked birds. That was the thing. And so it's like, imagine something that to you is nice and, and peaceful and calm. It's just, it's a bird. It's, it's nice. And now it's trying to kill you. One moment, <laughs> they're fine. The next, they're pecking your eyes out like that old man who was just sitting there with the, the gaping holes in his skull. That is nightmare material, right? But no, aliens for kids now. <laughs> Through your skull, yeah. Put that on a pillow. I want to go to bed friendly. with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't think it would freak me out the same way. Like you know, if I grew up watching you know horror movies, I I, I just genuinely don't think that would scare me the same way it scared kids when it first came out. You know. Now, here's the funny thing about this uh, little post here. It says, expect a scary thrill ride. Such, uh, not, not platitudes, I feel like those are very it's floaty, nonspecific words. Expect a scary thrill ride set not too far in the future, here on Earth. Mm. Why? What the fuck is Mike doing? I don't know. Maybe he's going to get he, his alien toys. He knows we can toys. see him, right? <laughs> he's getting his alien toys. Okay. Um, by the time he gets back here, we're going to be done talking about this topic, so. <laughs> oh, he's oh, back. He's fast. Something. What's he got? He's got a lamp. I don't know what it is. He doesn't have his <laughs> headphones on, so I don't know. Now he's just staring at us. <laughs> For anyone who uh, is listening and isn't seeing, he has his uh, uh, Baby Yoda Santa hat on. I, I don't want to call it Baby Yoda anymore, but... I think it's just a Yoda Santa hat, but you're assuming it's Baby Yoda because the Mandalorian is... Uh, what, my hat? Right now. Yeah. yeah, it's Yoda or Baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, told you. Oh, okay, well... Screw, with my height, I'm Baby assuming. Yoda. That's right. Alright, oh. so the next thing on the list. Now, I was talking with someone when I was watching 
Mandalorian. I was saying, it kind of feels like they're setting up, going in the direction of establishing something kind of about the New Republic, because you see, you know, the X-Wings roaming around, you see them patrolling uh, outer regions more often. Mike is frozen, by the way, so I don't know if we're going to lose him. Yeah, so, uh, as if that conversation was prophetic, we have Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. Which, I I, honestly, it. honestly, it sort of sounds like Power Rangers in space, right? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but, I guess. You know, it, it'd be nice to see what they do with that if uh, Gina Carano is going to be in that kicking ass. I would uh, assume so. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, yeah, that's sort of like what they're uh, leading you to believe since she's the sheriff now, right? <laughs> but uh, um, So that'd be cool. Um, you know, it doesn't... Nec- okay, where the hell is Mike? I, 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 I can't tell if he's here or not, but it's like I'm so distracted by his still image. It's, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe his thing unplugged. Yeah, well, anyway... Um, the you know, I, of a live stream. I, I'm excited for all the Star Wars series. I feel like... You know, it, it's a lot at once, but if they actually play it right, uh, if they distribute them so that it's not too much at once and actually let, uh, you know, let it uh, sort of satisfy the fans without overwhelming the fans, that's what you want from these series. And ultimately, if you have a Disney Plus membership, now is a good time to have a Disney Plus membership. Yeah, like, I think you saw my reaction in the chat when I posted all that. It's not that... I, it's not that I hate any of the ideas that they're going with. It's just that I do. We're f- okay. Well, I will we'll let you speak. Um, we're fresh off of the. Uh, I guess he's former president at this point, former CEO of Disney, who wrote a book, and he said we went too fast, too hard with the Star Wars movies. It was too much, and we kind of, you know, we we burnt it out. Yeah, that was literally like a week before the investors meeting. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a little bit more than that, but so the Mandalorian. It was of course, like right before it. Right. It, it, it felt like, like a, a breath of fresh air, right? It takes its time. It's something set apart from the main universe until recently, which, anyway. Speaking of which, check out our last podcast. We did do a deep dive on that, so... Yeah, yeah I think we did <laughs> talk about this, too. Right? I was saying how, you know, keep it, keep it separate, let it establish new things, let it kind of expand your scope of the whole Star Wars world, but... Uh, So I hope that's the direction they're going to go in with the new series. I just worry it's going to be too much too fast again. And they're just going to, you know, pump it out. Like, remember, Last Jedi came out in late December, and then right away at the end of April, I believe it was, you had Solo. It didn't even have time to get marketed. Solo was early March, but or not early March, early May. So, yeah, it was like a very short amount of time after Last Jedi, which uh, it it begs the question as to why they didn't do that in December, since, you know, Rogue One was the previous December. Like, it would make sense, you know, do one a year, end of the year. Yeah. Give fans enough time to breathe, give it enough time to stand on its own two legs. I still haven't seen Solo, you know? Oh, okay. It's, uh, yeah. What? I, I know it's right. Like I have the Disney Plus membership. It's been on Netflix for forever. I've just I've got no excuse not to watch it. But it's like it, it's it just has no appeal to it. You know, <laughs> it's it's all right. I, I don't it's better dislike than the it. three. <laughs> it's it's like Rogue One. It stands alone. And it's better than the other three that were released around the same time. I I yeah. I won't argue with that. I don't know if I'd say it's better than the other. You could say that. <laughs> not better than uh the last jedi in in a vacuum it's a decent oh. movie at worst it's uh it, it's like a slight offense on why do a character we know and love with a new actor who clearly is nothing like him but 
his acting was all right. It was competent. Hey, Mike, while we have you, how would you rank the sequel trilogy if you really had to rank them? Best worst. Like compared to what? Just compared to each other. What's your favorite of the three? Least favorite of the three? Okay, so <laughs> I was the my favorite is The Force Awakens. Okay. And my least favorite is both the other ones. <laughs> okay. Fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I yeah, want I, I to like them. I yeah. I want to like them so badly. Look at this but every time I go in there, I'm like, this just isn't doing it for me. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, although upon rewatching them, because I had watched rewatched the uh, seven and eight before going into nine and in the theater, which, by the way, as of uh, yesterday. One year exactly since I saw Rise of Skywalker in the theater. And that would have been the last movie I saw in a theater if it wasn't for Sonic. And, uh, yeah, I did end up doing the lowest review. The last one I, saw. I did the lowest review uh, Rise of Skywalker. Watch that if you haven't. If you... Um, anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. But uh, I would probably rank it to uh, 9, 7, 8. For me, it's 8, 7, 9. But whatever, it's like I know we're not going to agree on this. Here's the thing: I wouldn't fault you for putting any above the others. Like you like Last Jedi, fine. I don't, but everything. I I mean, we all have valid criticisms. I won't say why. It's yeah. You want it? You want me to make a really bad opinion? Episode five isn't great. It's the best Star Wars movie. (laughs) Empire, of course. Number three. Oh. Is the best movie. <laughs> you turned her against me. I gotta disagree. You've you done that yourself. Don't make me kill you. You will try. I have the high ground now, Mike. <laughs> I have brought Hello peace. there, Daryl Kenobi. <laughs> Justice, freedom, prosperity to my new empire. Uh, I just—it's funny how oh, movies God. like that and like the uh, Sam Raimi it's, Spider-Man yeah. movies have, like, retroactively become liked because of all the memes and everything that have come out of them. Yeah. To the point oh, where... like, Spider-Man 3. Yeah, it's, like, well, spilling any... over into the companies, and now they're bringing them back. They're like, oh, get Hayden Christensen and Obi-Wan back. Uh, get, get Tobey Maguire back! Why oh, won't yeah, they come I back? Think I, I think it's sort of entered... A, like, the prequel trilogy, I think, has sort of gotten to a point of nostalgia, right? Because uh, at yeah. least when they came out, people hated the prequels, right? Aside from, like, Die Hard, Die Hard. Not, not me. I was just a young boy. I saw... Episode one in the theater when I was four years old. I remember I came out. They were selling toy lightsabers. They were so primitive. It was just a little flashlight with a white stick that was really like flimsy. I was there at the beginning. Mm. Well, <laughs> the new beginning. Right. All downhill. From- uh. Anyway, moving on the list. Um. Ahsoka. Uh. Yeah, like I said before, when we were off camera, did somebody just look at Rosario Dawson on set and costume and just say, "Ooh, yes, yes, right now, do that." Why? Why does she well, in her own is, series? Well, the thing is, her appearance on The Mandalorian was very well regarded. People thought it was great. I thought yeah, it was great. I I've never it. even seen Clone Wars. I, I was never big into Clone Wars. I still thought Ahsoka was awesome. So, uh, oh, so we, we, none of us have seen Clone Wars. Wow, that's weird. I feel like Mike would have seen it. Just being I want to watch it. I heard Mike. Yeah, well, I kind of want to watch it. Right? It is. Yeah, I don't have time. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't how long did it take me to watch The Mandalorian? Yeah, not long. 
Um, but yeah, it's like, I, I know basically nothing about the character, right? Like, I know she was Anakin's uh, secret apprentice, like, during the events of the Clone Wars. But, uh, you know, aside from that, we know that she, it's been a long time since that. She's clearly a full-fledged Jedi now. Uh, uh, not exactly. She actually she ended up... She quit the Jedi Order. Mm. She left the Order because, I, I didn't, again, I didn't see the series. I just know, like, of the scene because I saw a clip. They, like accuse her of something and because of that like after they put her through this whole ordeal they're like we see now this was your test to becoming a knight and we acknowledge that we might be sorry but the force works in mysterious way you may come back into our group and she's like ah, see ya it's almost like the jedi order is some sort of religious cult yeah it's almost it's like very stringent outdated rules it's almost like they deal in absolutes. And <laughs> that could be also contributing to their clouded vision. Yeah. The Force is only dichotomous, only dark and light. Oh no! Will we ever get Grey Jedi? Here's a hint. Mayfeld, aka Bill Burr, is the key to the grey nature of the Star Wars universe. You know, it's actually... Did I ever tell you how light. much I fucking hate Star Wars? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I saw that. That was great. Yeah, I thought that was... It, it's that? funny, because it's like, Bill Burr is like... Uh, okay, so Mayfield is like one of my favorite characters in The Mandalorian, yes. and yet Bill Burr absolutely hates the Star Wars universe. So yeah. it's just hilarious that they actually Well, he hates everything. That he's just... Yeah, yeah, but he's great. Yeah, he's great in it. It's like he's so, I guess, fished out of water as, as a person in it that I think it actually contributes to his character, because... I, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to narrow it down and just say he's Han Solo-ish, but he is that kind of, you know, like, yeah, he's, type of wise guy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was riffing in the last episode he was in, like, when he's making cracks at, uh, at Cara Dune. I don't think that was in the script. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I will say, one of my favorite lines in the entire season was in this last, uh, not this last episode, but uh, Mayfield's last appearance, right? It's like, we all have boundaries that we won't push until we need to push them, until... I, I'm butchering the line, but you know the line I'm talking about, right? Like when they're talking yeah. alone in the car. Um, yeah, when he's basically saying, you know, when it comes down to it, we're all kind of the same. And I do see what he's saying because yeah. it's I like a great philosophy lesson right there. <laughs> this is this is slightly spoiler territory for his episode, but it, it I guess is trying to come off as sort of a, a redemption for him. But at the end of the day, like he's accusing them of just like killing indiscriminately mass death and what happens in that episode there's indiscriminate killing and mass death and that happens everywhere their group goes like um the uh moff gideon says he's like i bet they killed everyone on the bridge like the savage murderers they are there's a lot of death going around that's why it's star wars everybody's got blood in their hands yeah so to sort of say that you know anyone one person is any more guilty than anyone else is just inherently hypocritical you know yeah, and basically the, anyone on this series has blood on their hands. I don't know. Like, Grogu is kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I guess as of right now, Grogu is the most wholesome. I, I feel babies. like he had, must have killed someone at some point, right? Or led to kill all those fucking. Well, babies. He's led to the death of a bunch of people. Well, he was knocking those stormtroopers around like they were yeah. dummies. <laughs> Very true. He was using the Force as a weapon for attack. Jedi must only for defense. I sound like a gigantic fucking nerd right now. But get used to it. That's what this is. Anyway, moving on. Uh, this series we already knew about. The uh, Cassian Andor series. Why make a whole series about a character who was in a movie that just 
now it's like completely spoilers at the end and yeah. doesn't exist anymore and never did exist i don't understand what's the point no i i really don't see any value in it yeah i don't know uh obviously we got obi-wan only announcement there being hayden christensen as vader but he'll be inside the suit we even hear his voice maybe flashbacks soon uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sort of wondering. Yeah, go ahead. Right, I was going to say, um, um, I'm sort. If they're casting Hayden Christensen, I feel like there's going to be some like Obi Wan flashbacks. There's going to be some references to like you know, not necessarily pre prequel or. Uh, it, I, I feel like it's going to be somewhere between Attack the Clones and Reve- uh, Return Revenge of the Sith. Right. <laughs> Um, I, I feel like there could be the potential for those moments if they're bringing Hayden Christensen in. Because obviously, what would be the point of bringing him in if he's just going to be playing Darth Vader after he's Darth Vader, right? When he takes off the helmet and you see his messed up head. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I can't think of anything. So the one description I have for Obi-Wan right now in front of me is it promises a new showdown between Jedi Master and failed Padawan set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. They saw behind-the-scenes footage that wasn't broadcast to the public. It has concept art and McGregor uh, praising Christensen's return. They did see an image of Kenobi fighting Vader. Hmm. They age up Obi-Wan. Okay. How can he fight him when the only time they meet? I I mean, I guess they... Do they explicitly say at any point in the series it's his first time meeting Vader? Like, since... Yes, yeah. we meet again at last. When we last met, I was but the learner. Oh, now it, I am the master. That's well, like twenty I mean, years after. I mean, even that could be vaguely considered. No, right? it could. no, don't screw it up like the like they did in Clone Wars with um, Count Dooku. Episode three was the, supposed to be the first time they meet Count Dooku since two, and then oh, they just fight him like thirty times in Clone Wars. Okay, well that seems like what they're going for here. No, stop it. Okay. There's something else. They don't have to. Well, I mean, meet. they threw in the fucking Darth Maul bullshit in Rebels. Yeah, but at least Soka fighting him, and then at least with Darth Maul, he was kind of isolated. Well, I guess not. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. It's Darth CJ Maul. It's cool. He's it. back. No, I haven't. I, I do know he makes the appearance at the end of Solo, but uh, that was sort of yeah. That's oh, high, that's going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Maul was the kind of guy, like, you know, if you're really just a fan of the actual movies, you know, he was sort of a one-and-done villain in Phantom Menace, but they seem to have brought him back every chance they have in uh, the extended media. So, yeah, you know, that sort of, at least in my view, uh, delegitimizes the character a little bit. It's like they're trying to make him into another Vader, but they're just, like, how do you succeed at doing that? You don't. <laughs> I don't know. I think Lucas, because uh, I... I think we I briefly talked about it in the last recording we did. Uh, he had some intention of bringing Maul back, having him play for the long game. But when it comes down to it, it's just a really awesome freaking character design. And how could you waste it like that? I'm still pissed they wasted Liam Neeson. Yeah, I know some well, people yeah, say I mean, he doesn't have a And that was character. an inherent problem with the prequel trilogy, right? Like, there was a lot of uh, potential ends that could have like worked a lot better if they had just spent more time developing it. But ultimately, they wasted a lot of things in The Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones was obviously, in my opinion, and you might disagree with me, I feel like you probably both would agree with me, though. Attack of the Clones is probably the weakest movie in at least the trilogy. Yeah. Franchise. Um, 
if they had spaced it better, they could have brought back a lot of these characters into Attack of the Clones and actually made a decent movie out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it's just a lot of senatorial debates. and Yeah. He killed the sand people and fucked out of me. Not just yeah, the men, yeah, but yeah. the women and the children. They're like animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. Okay. Um, Alright, let's just run through the rest of this. racist. I know, right? Why weren't they called? Cancelled! Cancelled right now. Anyway, yeah. uh, we have the Bad Batch, which is Clone Wars Part 2. Uh, bonus content includes more clones. Okay. I guess. <laughs> um, Visions. Star Wars Visions, is this like um, Marvel... It's an anime. So um, it's like uh, the Star Wars equivalent of What If? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Um, I don't know anything about it, but that's what it sounds like. An original like. series well, of animated... It doesn't say animated, it says anime. So it's going to be like Marvel oh, Piss Wars and bullshit like that. Well, it says animated right here. And then it okay. says anime. The one I have says... Yeah. It says both. So I, I guess that... You know what's funny? And I have an issue of this, I guess you'd call it, comic collected edition. There was a series called Star Wars Visionaries from back when uh, Dark Horse used to publish Star Wars comics. That's where you got all the Darth Maul backstory. It was like, after Phantom Menace came out, you had all the uh, Dark Horse making all these comics about uh, like his backstory, where he had to go through these trials and everything. So the book that I have, Star Wars Visionaries, uh, I could get it out show it to you, but... You know what? I will. Uh, I'll talk about it as I find it. First time he meets... Ah, here it is. And <laughs> it's the first time he meets Obi-Wan, presumably, uh, episode one, and kind of is what final showdown with Obi-Wan on in Rebels, although it goes down slightly differently. But yeah, cool little tidbit there. Um, I think that's about it for Star Wars. I'm... Oh, yeah, I think that's the book point. of. Is it a spoiler? No, it's it's right there I, on Twitter. It's pretty widely, yeah. We know. So, it, hold on, before we start, is this confirmed to be a new show and yes. not season three? It's a standalone okay. series that takes place in the same general time frame as The Mandalorian, following this version okay. of Boba Fett and this version of um, what what's her name? I, I you know the bounty hunter. I may Fennec. not win. Yeah, I only know yeah. her as her actress name because well, <laughs> she's in Agents of Shield. Well, yeah, her. So um, and she was Chun Li in the first Street Fighter movie. So I did mention it before we started recording. It didn't occur to me until the last episode of Mandalorian that uh, the guy playing Boba Fett is the guy who played Jango Fett in the original prequel. I did not know. Which... Like the first <laughs> it thing. just didn't occur to me right away. But it's like it makes so much more sense. Obviously, Boba Fett is not only the son of Jango; he's a clone of Jango. So it makes sense that you would have an older Jango playing. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Boba. No, it's it's perfect casting. You know? And I'm glad they um, brought back his ship too. Every, everything came back. Yeah. And you know, I, I mentioned it. That uh, clap. I did mention before, um, literally the first episode we see Boba Fett in The Mandalorian completely changed my perspective on the character. I just thought he was so underwhelming and mediocre. He's just so overhyped in the original trilogy. Yes. So to see him kicking ass, to see him like at his full potential, incredible. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I don't think, again, I wasn't around at the time, obviously, when those, uh, but I don't think it was so much that he was overhyped in the original 
original trilogy films as much as he was like people taking it and then running with it because you have all the EU stuff, obviously. Right. And I happen to have another book here. Have. Hi, John. It's in here. And there's a story in here where they actually have Boba Fett duel Darth Vader with a lightsaber. Um, yeah, it doesn't go that well for him. But anyway, yeah, you get stuff like that that happens all the time where it's like, like with Darth Maul, a character that really doesn't have much screen time or backstory and people expand on it, which makes it all the more asinine that the president of Lucasfilm would say, state, when talking about making the new movies, we have nothing to base this on. We don't have comics or books or video games or anything. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Before we get into like spoiler territory, the fact that in episode two, like Obi Wan and, you know, going forward, Obi Wan, Anakin, everyone knows what the clones look like. That Darth Vader would hire Boba Fett and not be like, you know, I knew your dad. <laughs> or anything well, like, like that because you know five came out before i mean well so anakin never met Django, he, did he and, and i mean you never do see uh anakin or darth vader or anyone actually hire boba fett keep in mind he is a mandalorian in this universe it's well established that the mandalorians never remove their helmets they're completely secretive aside from certain sects of the whole well, remember what <laughs> was not mandalorian only his dad was yeah but he's presenting himself as and, uh, you know, if you, you know, if you had that armor, you could easily pass as a Mandalorian. You could easily say, oh, I'm a bounty hunter. I'm part of this race. I don't remove my helmet. That's our whole thing. You know, I, I, I feel like, you, the- you know, not to expl- like a uh, retcon or uh, fansplain or whatever, but uh, I, I feel yeah. like that's how but then you have the Mandalorians that are like, oh, look, we take off our helmet. Like, what's her name? Because I don't care about oh, um, her that much. What's, yeah, the chick from The Flash. <laughs> Bo-Katan. Oh yeah, she was Omnia Black. Yeah. yeah, Snake Lady. That's really uh, you know I never would have known that. It, like, it, it occurred to me right away because she always has that same sort of expression on her face. Yeah, like, like I recognized style. her, but I'm like, but yeah, where I, from? It, it and then twice. I was like, yeah. her? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, she's good in the role. But I mean. yeah. that same context though, we missed an opportunity for two characters to reunite in that last episode. Somebody showed up, but the other one was out flying around. Ah, uh, yes, you're right. Yeah, I did think one. about that, and I thought that would have been an awkward. Re- you, what? you, you mean you survived? <laughs> Don't. Sh- there he goes. Nobody oh, heard fuck. that. Sorry, I realized yeah. that's a fine. Okay, we'll, okay. we'll get into it shortly. Um, really <laughs> okay. fast. There's a few other things here. Lando limited series. No. Um, this one it could be interesting. A new series called The Acolyte, a mystery thriller that will take you into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. That old Republic? I think it is. How many? How long have we been saying do something with Old Republic? But don't mess it up. They're gonna fuck it up. Well, if it's anything like. What we have so far on the, I guess you would call a TV side of things, then maybe there's a slight hope. Um, what the else? New hope. Something Taika Waititi doesn't say specifically. Oh, Patty Jenkins to direct oh, a Rogue Squadron. Hmm? 
That's a movie. Uh, yeah. It just say feature. So yeah, maybe you're right. And then, a Rogue Squadron movie. Remember Rogue Squadron 3D? The game? And then Rogue Leader? And Rebel Strike? Well, they're making a movie. They're talking about recasting Luke as Sebastian Stan for that movie. I could actually see that. <laughs> yeah, I, I could um, see that. Right. I saw yeah, someone I mean, make a looks, comparison. Yeah, very similar. Similar jawline. Similar face shape. I could see him getting the haircut and everything. Yeah. Anyway. It's supposed to tie into Rogue One. Is it? Yeah, apparently. Like, in the comics after Marvel bought it back in 2018, it was um, Star Wars number 52 or 58. And it says... Because, of course, Screen Rant and all them went on a fucking rampage about this shit. But they were like, yeah, Luke named the squadron after the Rogue One crew. And it was like, oh, if we're going to follow in their footsteps, we have to act like them. So die? I don't know. <laughs> did they not anyway? Uh, yeah, most of them did, didn't they? Let's see. Didn't Wedge end up ramming into the Superstar Destroyer? That's the one he was talking to, too. Yeah. There you go. And don't forget Porkins. Rest in peace, Porkins. <laughs> alas, wasn't his that weight... squadron? I don't know, but alas, oh, okay. I was gonna say, alas, his I, weight I brought like, down his ship. I feel like we've been lingering on Star Wars for long enough. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna so, get into the Mandalorian so the stuff, but uh, let's get in onto the Marvel stuff since there's a lot there. All right, uh, who who wants to take this one? Oh, I can. Allow. I don't have the thread in front. CJ. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, well, I will say, yeah, that's true. That's sort of the big one, right? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, we know a Fantastic Four film is coming. No casting no casting information has been released at this point. We do know that John Watt, who directed the new uh, Spider-Man trilogy, is going to be directing the Fantastic Four movie, which seems like a pretty obvious choice, if you ask me. <laughs> um yeah, I'm happy to see what he does with it. I've actually really enjoyed the new Spider-Man movies. I know it's sort of divisive amongst Marvel fans, but uh, you know, I, I fully get that. Um, I'm anxious to, to see how they bring the Fantastic Four into this whole, whole series. You know, we do know uh, Kang the Conqueror is coming in Ant-Man three, uh, so there's probably going to be a tie in there. There's probably going to be some reference to them since it's literally Reed Richards in the future, or Reed Richards' descendant in the future. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot there, but I'm anxious to see what you guys think, since it's obviously a pretty big property. Uh, Let's hope they don't fuck it up. Well, you, you could say that about every single revival, but I mean, we knew Fantastic Four was coming for a while. They introduced the Skrulls, and what, you don't have Avengers now, so what are you going to do? You need a new team-up movie, even though, I guess, by nature, Fantastic Four is always a team-up. Yeah. Here's are never going to have a standalone do. Human Torch. Here's what I'd rather see. Of a standalone thing. Don't do a live action Fantastic Four. Do it Pixar style. Have them cross over multiverse style into the Incredibles universe. Do it. Make it so. Already, they already are the Fantastic Four. I yeah, know. It's literally the same. Yeah. Just do it. It would be funny. What else are they going to do? Anyway, tying, it, tying into what the subject you want to talk about later. A show that's gotten moved around a couple times now, uh, WandaVision. Yes. Yeah, they're finally coming January out. January 15th. 
So in like I, three weeks. Yeah, I mean, we're so we're seeing like bits and pieces. We're seeing trailers. We have a general idea of what the show is going to be. It's like I, I'm getting the sense that Wanda used her powers to create an alternate reality where she and Vision are both alive, well and happy, uh, and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, she's made this reality so convincing that even they don't realize they're in this whole thing. And it's like sort of crumbling around her, which is why you see all the mood shifts. And that that's at least my initial theory, just based on the media we've seen. Yeah. It does look like they borrow a lot from various eras of television. And you're sort of seeing these shifts and these sort of cracks in the Matrix. <laughs> I was going to say the whole thing with her creating her own reality kind of reminds me of um... House of M. Yeah. Yes. How did you know? Yeah. I guess it was obvious. Because it's like literally because the most famous Star story. Yeah. <laughs> no more mutants, man. No more mutants. Aren't they going to introduce mutants? So that is the big question. Probably not yet. Yeah, yeah no, that's going to be... I mean, I, I mean, I feel like that's going to follow the multiverse stuff, right? Could be. Yeah. Okay. So, characters that are returning, Kat Dennings as uh, Darcy and Randall Park will play Jimmy Woo from Ant-Man and the Wasp. And... Tanya Paris will play Mo- the adult version of Monica Rambeau for Rambay Rambay from Captain Rambeau. Marvel. Rambeau. So that's going to connect into a few different movies: Captain Marvel two, Ant Man and the Wasp three. Um, yeah, and that's supposedly going to also include the introduction of Sword and directly tie into um, Doctor Strange. Isn't the whole sword thing, aren't they like the anti-shield? Wasn't that going to be the, uh, there's some, I know there's some Nick Fury series. No, um, sword is like the outer space one, so. Okay. I don't know why that would be in Scarlet Witch, and not Captain America. I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is the next one that comes out. Which I'm shocked we haven't seen an actual trailer for that yet. You know? uh, no, there was a the new one. one? Was, there, was there a teaser? Yeah, and guess what? Uh, Neither of them are wearing the Captain America outfit. No Bucky Cap, no Captain Falcon. What the fuck? What's the point? Captain Falcon! Yeah, like, he gives him the shield, at least make him Captain Falcon, even though Bucky should have got it. That should have been the end of their arc. They were best friends till the end, and he passes it down to his friend. Instead, he gives it to, to, to um, Sam Wilson. Why? Just some random guy he met jogging. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, you left. Yeah. No, they really did sort of shoehorn Sam Wilson into the whole thing. Which, you know, I don't even hate the character. I like Anthony Mackie in the role. Yeah, he's but... fine, but it's just an... It's, it's like, it, yeah, no, it, it's like Bucky just seems like so much more of a natural choice there. But, you know, it's like, I made my piece with it. Endgame was two years ago. Right? They had so, 40 yeah. years of comic history when they did it, but only had like four years of fucking movie. No, six years of movies to go on well, here. First Avenger was 2011, right? Yeah. So then Falcon, then so that was years. 2014. No, eight years. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Cap and Sam had like a history of like at least 40 plus years of friendship in the comics before they were like, yeah, you're going to be Captain America now. And they were like, oh, but we want a black Captain America. So we're going to go with this thread line, even though it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean... Look, I don't want to go with the whole, like, oh, they clearly did this just to appease a certain certain faction of the base, but it's like, you know, you can't help but think that's the case, just given the culture war right now. The one thing I could have thought in universe reasoning, maybe, was that Bucky at that point is still wanted 
Like he's still seen as a criminal, but if he wears the mask, no one will know it's him. Process. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking that for a little while, but, you know, it, it's like at this point, he has everyone in the Marvel Universe on his side. Um, I, I feel like they can all sort of attest for him if there's like, you know, it, it's like the whole I, I've heard that argument made before, right? That he's probably still wanted, that he doesn't have the best reputation. Does anyone care what the Winter Soldier did beyond Black Panther? He killed my parents! Tony Stark. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, General Thunderbolt. dead now, anyway. Yeah, literally anyone who cares that he was the Winter Soldier is dead, so... Except yeah. General Thunderbolt, <laughs> right? He still wants everyone arrested. Oh, Thaddeus Ross, yeah. Yeah. Is he coming for... Is he coming back for She-Hulk, Thaddeus? John Hurt? Um, I... We will find that out later. Because uh, I, I, I'm waiting for them to bring out Red Hulk, and it seems right. like they are really dragging this out. They are bringing back Abomination for She-Hulk, which I'm psyched about. Yes, they are. So, yeah. uh, Winter, and the Winter Soldier comes out in March, and then two months later, we get Loki. Loki. So what is this business? He's with some time agency now, Legends of Tomorrow style or something? Yeah, I, I mean, I no, think he's he, like he, a multi He's just with Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, just Owen Wilson. <laughs> no big deal. It's, yeah, yeah, I mean, the whole thing does sort of seem like a chaos control agency or something. Um, the, the, they're sort of loose about it, but I I'm sort of see where they're going here. I, I looked it up, but I can't for the life of me remember what the heck they were called. It's something I've never heard of. It's like one of those, I guess, r- really sweaty things yeah. you have to know. Yeah, it was one of these. It was one of these like sort of obscure Marvel agencies that I think some diehard fans probably know about. But uh, you know, if you're just a casual fan, you're never going to have heard of these guys. Um, I do like where they're pulling Loki from, right? Like we see obviously that this is the Loki from Endgame that escaped with the Space Stone. Yeah, it's not Um, our Loki, the other one. Right, that was a smart. It's not the good Loki. It's bad Loki. Yeah, which I'm down for, right? Um, it it makes sense yeah like I wouldn't want them to have had brought him back or have this be a prequel thing just for the sake of making bank off the actor like you know I hesitate to think that you gotta wonder they had that planned ahead of time that whole the timeline doesn't retroactively correct itself it's just alternate always which I, don't, I still don't know how it, it makes sense, though. It, and it sort of makes sense when you think about the whole multiverse theory. It makes sense when you think about extended media. It makes sense for correcting plot holes. You could always explain it away by saying it's an alternate timeline. Huh. But then you can't I, it opens up a lot of possibilities. And it was a pretty strong storytelling device. So, well, going off of CJ's words, it opens up a lot of possibilities. The next show is What If? Starring mm. almost the entire MCU cast as their characters: Michael B. Jordan, Sebastian Stan, Josh Brolin, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Hemsworth, Haley Atwell, Chadwick Boseman, Karen Gillian, Jeremy yeah. Renner, Paul Rudd. Was, yeah, Paul. I was about to say it's like Chadwick Boseman's last time playing uh, T'Challa, right? It is. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, as far as I know, Black Panther two never actually filmed anything, so uh, which you know, it's a shame. Uh, I, I will say, and that was the thing that really made me wonder when we heard about Chadwick Boseman's death, right? Like, um, how they're going to continue on this franchise that is so widely popular, that's so well-loved by uh, some communities. Um, it, it's like, it, it. how do you, first of all, how do you uh, carry on a franchise when your star is dead? Do you just recast someone who is just this beloved, someone who's brought this character to life? 
Um, thank God they're not doing that because, like, could anyone actually do the same justice to this character that Chadwick Boseman did? Um, I don't. I don't it, even know. But it's like about him. now I'm now I'm just wondering how they're going to explain away the death of T'Challa or the writing out of T'Challa or like what the heck happened to him that he's not in this movie. You know, uh, the same thing that happened to Ruby Rose Batwoman. Gone. Where? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the teaser for that? I think it was just like the new actress in the costume. Uh, it's yeah, the CW uh, early promotional stuff has been pretty underwhelming, considering a lot of this is coming back pretty soon. Um, it, yeah, I, I think some of those series are coming back end of January, right? Or is it all fixed? So. Okay, that's cool. I need Flash in my life. I will say it's very cheesy at moments, and it's been getting progressively cheesier, but. You know, it's. It, I need that stress relief. You know, <laughs> you really need more Iris telling you that you're not the Flash. I I really do. I need that in my life. <laughs> you really need um, Ralph not existing because he made some bad jokes and now he must be killed. You know, we were gonna do a cancel culture podcast like right after they announced that he was out, and we just never did. <laughs> yeah, like at f- you really want more Run, Mary. Yeah. Yeah, I I have no idea what they're going to do with the Flash for the next season, but it just seems like such a mess between COVID, between you know them removing a character forcibly from the show, um, between them uh, literally just ending on a cliffhanger that really didn't need to be a cliffhanger. It's going to be weird, man. Isn't the new villain supposed to be... So next week... Oh, uh, sorry. Weren't they going to do be... Godspeed now? Again? Um, I think they were hinting at it. But, yeah. They're going to tie that up. And they're going to bring back a few others. They said they, they promised to bring back some other old vision, old villains. Holy shit! So you mean they're going to bring back like the Reverse Flash, maybe Savitar, and Zoom again? Why? Oh, so it's going to be why not? It's going to be yeah. the Legion of Flash Doom. That's all it is. It's the Sinister Speedster Six. I mean, Reverse Flash. They've been hinting is going to make his return for the longest time. That doesn't shock me. When um, does he not? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's just a recurring problem in the Flash's universe. Yeah. Which, you know, is true to the comics, too, right? You never get rid of Eobard Thawne. Um, it, it will be a different actor, though. What, it's not going to be... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Lesher? Or Harrison well, Wells? Uh, yeah, Matt Harrison Cameron. Wells. Uh, Tom Cavanaugh. You guys saw, saw Season 6, right? Yeah. And they exercised him from um, Indiana oh, yeah. Jones. Right. Yeah. For some reason. And they didn't write him off. Yeah. It's like, I thought it was just going to be a thing where they kept having him switch Harrison Wells each season, which is what they'd been doing up until this point. But obviously, they didn't have the opportunity to write this one off. So it seems like he's in it for the long haul as uh, this version of Harrison Wells. Although I will say Harry is my favorite Wells by far. And uh, they just have... Which one is that? uh, Season two. Okay. Too many. Harry. Harry. So... On Marvel, then there's Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk. Isn't okay, well, we got into She-Hulk a little bit. Uh, Isn't Hawkeye the female version though? Yeah, so it's Haley Stein. Both of them. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Jeremy Renner is essentially passing on the mantle to this younger version of the character. Which, again, you know, they need to write some of these older characters off the show. They're not going to have the original six Avengers on forever. You know, um, so it's nice that they're making that transition now and making it seem a little more like relevant to the story as opposed to just forcibly exiting these characters. 
Isn't that what they were trying to do with Arrow, but I still just don't buy it, how this little, like, four-foot-tall, really thin girl is kicking all these, like, 300-pound guys' asses. I, She's not enhanced strength. She's not superhuman. I don't care how much karate you know. That, you cannot but overcome neither was that Oliver. Well, how do you explain away a Black Canary? Okay, well, she actually I'm has not, powers. Not a, yeah. Yeah, but she's not like. Uh, is she physically strong in uh, Arrow? Because in most. That's of why Laurel media, was fucking killed. Her voice is literally the whole time. Yeah. Laurel was destroyed to CJ. The uh, original Laurel. Again, I haven't Laurel. seen enough Arrow to really judge it. I'm just saying in the extended media, Black Canary is this kick ass, basically the Black Widow of the uh, DC universe. And her only ability is her voice, right? Black um, Widow's dead. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. So the whole timeline thing doesn't. Uh, retroactively uh, change things, how could they not just go and get another Black Widow or get another Tony Stark? Why they didn't could. Doctor Strange use the Time Stone to just reverse Tony Stark dying? They could pretty easily, but, you know, it's like he got so much shit for using the Time Stone in his own movie, it could fundamentally change the universe and, you know, it's that explanation. Um, yeah, it, it, there's not really a good reason around it, but <laughs> I guess they have to come up with something if uh, they really want fans to buy it. Yeah. Anyway, the point is sidekick stories are... Speaking of which, are CJ, they I know you want, wanted to talk about Ms. Marvel. I um, don't have strong opinions about it. <laughs> but it's like... I remember a few weeks ago when they announced the casting choices, everyone was losing their shit about it. Um, you know, not really anyone who cares, but a lot of uh, just people on Twitter were randomly just complaining about every single casting choice. And uh, I don't even have the cast list in front of me, but it's like, oh, they were complaining that the one best friend who is supposed to be a Muslim character isn't a practicing Muslim or she's the wrong uh, ethnicity or something. And it's like, you know, if she's a good actress, who really cares where she's from? You know, Um, they were complaining that the guy playing their Italian-American neighbor is, uh, uh, you know, he was a Trump supporter, apparently, which shouldn't really matter if you're an actor, right? Uh, what your p- political affiliation is. He, I, I don't even think the guy was Italian, but no one complained about that. So I just find that ironic. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I, I really don't have strong opinions about the casting choice. If, you, you know, if the people who this show is made for really care that much, maybe they should think about recasting. But does anyone really care about it in the long run? Or it's just something that people are bitching about at the moment that it was announced? Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Definitely. I think that's mostly what it is. I feel like once the show actually airs, people are going to forget about any sort of casting controversy and people will move on because that's how these things usually play out. Yeah, without a doubt. And Mike is muted. I think his kid's crying in the background. No, I'm good. Okay, y'all good? Ant-Man of the Lost Quantumania. Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what coming. is that about? The one where the scrolls replace everyone. I know, but it's like, so how does that fit chronologically the whole thing? Like, is yeah, that... the scrolls are essentially portrayed as good guys throughout most of the uh, extended universe so far. Yeah, we so, could always have the bad guy. Now we can have Super I, Scroll. I guess you could, but I, I feel like that's sort of getting confusing and everything. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like it's too soon, too fast for that, especially when they've sort of geared uh, our thinking of the scrolls as being mostly a force for positive. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't see it working out right now, but they clearly have some plan in motion. So we'll see. 
John, your favorite show, Ironheart. Why? <laughs> Why? No, do not do that. Why, please? Riri. No, nobody's favorite. Nobody's favorite. Terrible. Hi guys, I uh I stole this armor and I uh you know hacked it with my hacking skills with my She uh, builds oh. it. No, she steals it first. She steals the tech. No. Yeah, yeah not in this universe. Stories. Yeah. Oh well in this we want to be whatever they want. Well, I guess uh, that makes sense because Tony Stark is dead. Tony Stark's alive. Is he? Did he download his yeah, consciousness universe. Into, the, into the Okay. Yeah, I mean <laughs> So has Robert Downey Jr. like completely uh said yeah. he's out for good? Yeah. Yeah, so apparently the other day they said that Robert Downey Jr. was moving on from his role completely. He said he was done with the MCU. He thanked him for everything he gave him, but then he was done. Of course I didn't read the article because that was all in the headline. So I was like, I fuck it. I just remember when he did the uh, Joe Rogan uh, appearance. He was sort of saying, don't rule anything out. I've considered doing it. Uh, you know, he sort of left it open. So uh, I don't know. Who knows in the long run, like if they want to bring him back for a cameo or something. It would be a shame to lose him, but I guess it would also sort of undermine his sacrifice, right? Uh, I'd rather just okay. Rhodey take over Iron Man. But Yeah, I'd be down for that. Armor Wars. Armor Wars. Yeah, and you said that that's based on the same plot as they've already done. Oh no, the armor got taken by bad guys. <laughs> Whatever shall we do? We gotta get more armor and shoot them. Blast them. Okay. So, there's a chance to bring in, like, Crimson Dynamo and a few other characters that haven't been at least shown in the MCU, but... Why? Crimson Dynamo's it's... identity was already used. Ivan Vanko. It... Is is Crimson Dynamo in the comics, but they made him whiplash yeah, in the movie. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But... It, wasn't there another Crimson Dynamo? I don't know, but you know what's funny? In the Iron Man 2 video game tie-in mm -hmm. with the movie... You fight Crimson Dynamo, but it's not Ivan Vanko. And they made toys of him. Ah. Oh, speaking of the toys, did you guys see the Baron Zemo toys for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, I he's got not. the mask. Okay, so it's more comic accurate. Well, that's interesting. It's weird to see them bring him back after like the plot of Civil War. I can't see him being a recurring bad guy. But, he was uh, just guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was this guy with like I'm mad. Yeah. Just sort of just a generic mastermind. Doesn't really uh fill the whole Zemo character. Um okay, so yeah, that's pretty much everything I had for Marvel. Was there anything else that really uh I'm true. Towards this? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what was well, it? So we do Yeah, so there is some Guardians media coming out. Like we know um I, there is a Groot series, right? Uh solid series. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. We have the holiday special coming, which is literally just, you know, James Gunn basically said, oh, I love the Star Wars holiday special, but this is basically going to be my take on it with the Guardians characters. Um, and uh, I'm down for that. Sounds like fun. I mean, I guess if you're going to parody that, it would be James Gunn who would do it, <clears throat> considering his background in, like, a uh, B-movie. Yeah, and then, what else? What is this Legends what is Mar Marvel Studios Legends? I don't know what that is. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I probably did hear about it at first. Um, 
Hold on, I'm gonna Google this. Ugh. I don't know. I see an I image here. She a... uh, She-Hulk. They're gonna bring back the leader. Yeah, I'm not seeing too much about it. They uh, should, right? They set that up. Marvel Studios Legends is a new series that will showcase individual characters viewers have come to know and love over the years and revisit some of their most iconic moments. Uh, kicks off by highlighting Wanda Maximoff and Vision. Oh. There's two stars of oh, WandaVision. Th- and we talked movie. about that already, I think. I just forgot. So yeah, I'm, I'm like not documentary sure. Or? It, it sounds like it's just like a sh- each episode is like a showcase on a different character, which, okay. <laughs> it's like a standalone movie, but in an episode form. Weird. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I, it doesn't seem like there's too much about that. It's just another series that's coming. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, so I, I think that's it for Marvel, basically. Well, unless you want to bring up the Spider Verse rumors. Mm. Some of it's not. The problem with doing a live show is that I have had to piss for the last twenty minutes, and I'm trying really hard to hold it in. Give me two seconds. Go. You guys talk. No, this is this I'm is. Go it. acquire is my Spider-Man figures for this. All right, so I guess I'll just talk to myself then. Go acquire three Spider-Men. So we got Alfred Molina. Right, he's coming back. Different Doctor Octopus, I get. Uh, I'm seeing we're getting Sandman back. I think that's still a maybe at this point. We're getting Electro back, Jamie Foxx Electro. Why? I don't know. Who even liked him? I actually did, but it's gonna be weird. You're getting villains from, or at least the one villain from the Andrew Garfield movie, and you're getting them from the Sam Raimi movies, and they're mixing them all together, and then you have the ones from the Tom Holland ones. What's going to happen? And where the hell is Toby Maguire? Sign the damn contract. Toby, come on. Come on, what else are you doing? Listen to your Uncle Ben. You are Spider-Man. Not no more. Your responsibility. You have great power. Memes gave you great power. That's your responsibility. To return and give us the real Spider-Man we deserve. Come on. Willem Dafoe's coming back. If Willem Dafoe's coming back... Toby has to come. There you go. Am I right? First, we attack his heart. What have you been going off to this entire time? I'm, I'm just saying that they're basically bringing back every villain character from every other Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah? Where's Topher Grace? Ain't about that. Yeah, well, these two are gonna go have their own little movie. We're here in this section of Spider Verse. I just can't see Woody Harrelson do. I don't know. There's gonna be carnage. <laughs> when I get out of here, I will. Gonna be a sequel, possibly titled "The Name of My Character," which may or may not be the word. God. You know what it is. Okay, so I didn't hear any of that, but it's like the second I sat down, I see Mike playing with these action figures. I'm assuming you were just a lot of the second Venom movie. I've had sex and have a child. (laughs) Don't they That's probably how they're gonna introduce Garnet, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be adult. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been, I think it's in production if uh, it's not done by now, but uh, they announced that a while back. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I guess we're you were probably talking about like uh, potential cameos in Spider-Man. I walked in here and John's going off of, to the audience. The villains. <laughs> They're all coming the back. Are they going to be big roles or, they, or like actual roles or just cameos? Like in a window, you'll see their face. That that would be lame. But it's like I, I can't for the amount of characters they're bringing into this thing. Supposedly, it's hard to imagine they'd all have some large role. Well, they've been trying to do um, Sinister Six for the longest damn time. Yeah, and it's like they're building that in Sony's Marvel universe. Right? No, like, no, there's not going to be a solo Sinister Six movie because that makes no goddamn sense. How could you? Oh, oh yeah, there's a Craven the Hunter fucking movie. There's a Craven the Hunter movie. We're getting the Morbius movie. Venom. Black Cat movie. That's true. I, I could see Venom being like an actual hero since they portray him as an anti-hero in his own movie, right? Um, is, he, is he getting the Flash Thompson treatment, or is he just going to go on with the, the Eddie Brock anti-hero shit? I, I think that's what they're gearing towards right now, because it's like Eddie Brock um, is already well-established or not Eddie Brock. Flash Thompson's already well-established in the Spider-Man trilogy that has been set up in Marvel. That version of Flash is well <laughs> Get this. The guy who played Flash Thompson in the original Spider-Man movie yeah. was Joe Manganiello. Yeah, Manganiello. Is, or at least was, supposed to be Deathstroke. Yeah, he's yeah, in the I, I think he's still officially cast as that, yeah. yeah, yeah I just yeah. found that funny. Because I never would have known until I I didn't know, know I, I, I saw it the other day. Well, I, I knew who he was because, uh, you know, I was a diehard How I Met Your Mother fan growing up. And he's uh, like got a recurring role in the show, so I knew him from that. And uh, I, I just recognized his face as being both Flash Thompson, like whenever the last time I saw the Spider-Man trilogy was. And where is uh, he I in the show? Him. He's uh, one of Marshall's old law school buddies, uh, Brad. Oh, really? Yeah. He come live with them during one? He's—it's like he's got a whole recurring arc where it's like, oh, he's like down on his luck. His girlfriend dumped him. He ends up infiltrating Marshall's law firm. Uh, like he basically oh. says he's uh, lost his job, lost his livelihood, and uh, this is his way of trying to. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. I, I don't want to get too deep into how much your mother because it doesn't really fit the uh, format of the show here. But uh, yeah, he's he's good on him. Anyway, I met my doppelganger. While you were both gone, I was just going off on how it's how Toby has a great power right now. It's his great responsibility to be Spider-Man once more. Like no, no pressure, but I'm just saying. I'm die. I'm just saying, Toby. What else are you doing? I'm the Come guy. On. Like it, if it, if his fear was that being Spider-Man again would like. I guess have him typecast as that or, or something like have a negative impact on his career. Again, He's I would say past that. what really has he done outside of that that people know a lot about? It's like the Tom Welling thing where he refused to wear Steve the suit. He was in the Great Gatsby. True. True. Yeah. And he was in Brothers where he screamed a lot. And now that gets edited into the Spider-Man or Toby and the MCU thing. Do you know how much I suffered? Do you know what I can do with these hands? You're gonna show me. question is to like what Tom Allen's gonna be doing uh, post Spider-Man career, right? Because it seems like you know Andrew Garfield has had a few standalone movies that have been great. Uh, so has Tobey Maguire, but uh, they're both just forever known as being in that role. Yes. Um, so Tom Holland just had that Netflix movie come out. Yeah. What was the name of that? Um, he was. I tr- I. I gave oh. it like five minutes of a shot. With, um, I just couldn't stand it. 
Do, do you know anyone who's actually seen it? Skarsgård. What that? It's what the? It's oh, it's with Ray, right? Uh, what's her name? Daisy Ridley, and it's like oh, oh, right. I have no idea what the movie is, but I'm just saying it's like, you know. I'm pretty sure it's this movie with him and Daisy Ridley, and it's like the plot is about. Oh, oh wait, no, that's not out yet. Okay. So I was talking about the devil all the time. Uh, oh yeah, I've heard about that. He has the Uncharted movie coming that. out. Whenever that's going to happen. That yeah. He's he's Nathan Drake in Uncharted. He's in that Chaos Walking movie, and he was in that Disney Pixar movie Onward. So he has. Oh yeah, he was building. in that with uh, Chris Pratt, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. I, I'm not saying he's not going to have a career, but I think it's going to be hard for him to actually break away from the Spider-Man role once he's like more. I mean, Spider Boy. Well, yeah. he's going to be signed into it for the next 14 years. So I mean. Oh yeah, he's not getting away from it anytime soon. But. I <laughs> mean, Miles Morales, but not really. Yeah, when are they going to bring Miles Morales into live action? Cause Please don't. It's like they're putting him in every other media front and center. So, DJ, please stop. I feel like that's stop with like this theory now. Stuff, right? The thing is, they stole all of Miles's traits and gave them to Peter for, you know, the Tom Holland version. No, I, I kind of don't like. They really didn't. <laughs> no, they did. Like the whole thing with his friend Ned. That is entirely based on the best friend of Miles Morales, and yeah. obviously he's younger. Which fits with that. He has a note. Well, I guess you could say Tony Stark is like his father figure, but Miles actually has his father, and then he has an uncle who's the villain. That doesn't really. You know, there's there's some crossover there because I I'm pretty sure I remember reading about that Sony did want to do Miles, but since Spider Man hadn't yet been in the MCU, well, you got to do Peter first. But we want to do Miles' story. Let's just smash them together and boom. When's Into the Spider-Verse 2? Which kills out? me, because... 2022? Um, 2021. Oh, okay, next year. Nice. Yeah, that's been a while, right? Like, two or three years at this point? Since the uh, first Wasn't one? Wasn't it 2018? Hmm? Uh, Spider-Verse 1 was 2018. Okay, so it's been already two years. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Okay, so uh, what else do we have? Oh, no. Spider-Verse 2 is October 7th, 2022. Uh, got my hopes up, Mike. So four years. Okay. Um, okay, so is there anything else Marvel-related we got, or do we want to move back to The Mandalorian since we were just going to talk Go about the Mandos. Okay, so <laughs> I do oh, have a wait, couple hold thoughts. hold on. Let me put up yeah, the thing. And is it on? It's on. It's on. It, I heard a pop. So uh, That was me. I think that means it's on. Okay, it sounded like an actual sound effect, like that automatically comes up. I'm good like that. Uh, did we want to invite in some guests since uh, we haven't done that yet? And we're I think I think Jack is on deck. Hey Jack, Jack if you're listening, you're watching. Come on, come talk with us. Let's figure at... this out. Let's talk Mandalorian. Oh, Jake's talking too. Jake, I want to have on later because I mean, unless he wants to come on for this too, but um, I wanted to talk a bit about uh, oh, yeah, a certain Cyberpunk. game. Yeah. Yeah, Cyberpunk and another game that was just an alpha sequel to a game made 12 years ago that Valve refuses to make a sequel to because they can't count oh. past the number two. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Not okay, Jack has entered the chat. All right. Oh my god. Uh, whoops. What are we seeing here? I'm messing oh, there he is. Up here. 
Okay, Jake, join us later for Cyberpunk. We're talking with Jack. All right. We've got Jack Burns live on the podcast. All right. The show, Jack. What's going on? What's going on? Maybe it shows up. Okay, so we are talking Mandalorian. Um, I I accidentally mentioned one of the spoilers before. We Luke Skywalker <laughs> is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was literally uh, everyone's reaction on Twitter. Something yeah. I was very, very shocked. Yeah. Um. So John and I were talking a little bit before about this. First of all, before we actually talk about like the episode and his uh, performance, what did you think of the CGI on? Luke Skywalker. Do you think it was convincing? Uh, Do you think it was sort of creepy? I, I thought it was a different actor, to be honest. I it, it got me pretty good, I'll be honest. Like, it didn't look like Mark Hamill to you? Or? I, I, I did look like Mark Hamill, obviously. I thought it was just an actor that, like, they made, like, just put a wig on him that made, you know, like, hey, you're slightly younger, but slightly older Mark Hamill. Here you go. I was like, what the fuck? Gotcha. And then R2 came in, and I was just like, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay. kind of with you on that. The CGI, like, I, I clearly saw, obviously, what they were going for, but it just mm-hmm. wasn't quite there enough to fully convince me. It just looked a little uncanny. It's better than Carrie Fisher's. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, the technology's come a long way in just a couple of years. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I will say, I think if you're just looking at it fast, if you're not the kind of person who has the eye for this sort of thing, Pretty convincing, right? Like it uh, looks uh, yeah, like yeah, it Mark impressive. Hamill just aged up five years from the end of the. Uh, it was adequate. I, I thought it looked pretty good, especially for where the technology is. Uh, I enjoyed thoroughly how it went full circle uh, with how. Uh, yeah, here I'm going to teach the uh, species that was my master. <laughs> I, I was just like, well, okay, shit. Yes. Yeah. You're right. I, I I didn't even consider that. Yeah, so. true. That was a full circle thing for me, and I was just like, all right, you sons of bitches, well done. No, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens next, right? Like, oh yeah, no, like, I'm excited. It's like they're not. I, I mean, I, I feel like they're not gonna lean too much on Luke just because I hope you not. know his story's been told. We really oh, no don't shit. need to see too much more Luke Skywalker. Would sort of undermine a lot of what we know about the character. Yeah, but um, let's do this. Let's bring well, back his dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we were talking about that earlier. I've been watching. Um, I've been listening the entire time. You sons of bitches. <laughs> so that being said, they're never gonna get rid of Grogu, right? They're gonna bring him back. Oh yeah. The whole point of the Mandalorian is the bond between, you know, the Mandalorian and Grogu, right? Like you want to see that relationship grow. You're seeing in real time him becoming this totally different person because he's got this extra life to care for. Dude, literally takes out his helmet, breaks the code. Yeah, and you know, you could argue that his arc with the character is over because of that performance. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. I really don't see it ending. I feel like uh, it's integral to the show's success, not only to have that character there, but to have that relationship. I feel like at some point, uh, one of the series, Mandalorian or Book of uh, Boba Fett, is going to be like ending, and then like they team up together, and they'll do something like that, probably knowing how star wars is but who knows there but like so far i've enjoyed it thoroughly actually because i'm just like okay they made it its own thing this is actually a completely separate story from all the movies altogether, and i like that the most part because it's actually you know creative even though they asked some of the dumbest questions in the goddamn world going hey uh you lose anyone in alderaan yeah <laughs> yeah they i'm just like really you idiots <laughs> you're really gonna piss her off like that I was I just mean, like, what, oh my what god, that's the outcome to be there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, hey, uh, were you able to bury your parents? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? 
man. He might as well have just held yeah. up a sign that said, please shoot me in the face. I'm a dumb exactly. idiot. Yeah, you don't want to piss off Gina Carano, okay? Oh, no, no, seriously. Like, uh, I love Carol Doom personally as a character overall oh, from great, the season, yeah. from both se- from both seasons overall. I'm like, oh, my God, this woman's a badass. Yes, where's where's her backstory? Like, was she like some princess on Alderaan or something? I completely forget, though. Well, Alderaan's a massive planet. Uh, it's oh, sort yeah. of... I mean, we don't know what the full royal structure is, but, you know, we it's sort of assumed that Leia was, well, not assumed, we know Leia was adopted by the royal family of Alderaan. Oh, right, right, she right. She was right. their princess. Yeah, she uh, was adopted by Jimmy Smith. I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think there was much more to it than that. So, yeah, I don't think she was, uh, what's her name, Cara Dune was royalty or anything. I mean, the way no, she was, I was going to say, I would be surprised if she was the one of the royal guards or some crap, just considering, like, you know, she's like She-Hulk, but yeah. human well she definitely had some sort of military training or some sort of oh she was the uh the, the shock trooper oh right is. she was yeah. a shock trooper right, right okay so which is code yeah, word I mean, for oh, extremely me. badass do not mess with because she will kick ass yeah so she's great i guess uh, how do you fix your gun that shoots lasers i don't know let's yeah, slam how does a, a blaster like, excuse me get jammed oh. Yeah, it doesn't make much it's... sense. <laughs> also, someone answer me this. How does a blaster that shoots lasers run out of ammo? The only thing what? I can think is it is ammo rounds, and they're just ignited with energy or something. I don't know. Uh, it, it, that would be that's news to me. explicitly said that make the most sense, but I was like, what? So, John, with that theory, if you just hold down a trigger, can you just have your own lightsaber from the gun? <laughs> well, no, because it's always firing, right? So, uh... Uh, Well... Yeah, because well, no, yeah, clearly we see blasters know. are extremely underpowered compared to lightsabers. Like when he's shooting at the uh, the dark trooper, it just bounces right off. <laughs> and yet when Luke comes by, just <laughs> there they go. Right. Yeah, that's another great thing about that whole scene, right? Like, uh, yeah. you know, you obviously get the sense that all these people are skilled fighters, that all of them have their own talents. Mandalorian's obviously a badass throughout the entire series. Oh yeah. But he is having trouble fighting against one of these things. Luke kills them all like they're nothing. Like they're literally just pinatas that he's knocking down with a lightsaber. <laughs> he literally like had to and use like all of his weapons and then let the best card go full out like let's go mode. Get him right in the weak point where like you know the circuits connect to the whatever the I don't know machinery, all right. Processing unit. And then out of nowhere, Luke Skywalker comes in. I'm gonna chop through these guys like it's a steak knife and butter. Just, and I'm yep. like, what? It, it really just reaffirms how strong the Jedi are. It really reaffirms how great of a character Luke Skywalker is. Uh, yes, and just shows, it does. Like the disparity Brian. in power between Luke and uh, the Mandalorian and a lot of the rest of the cast. Um, so yeah, it was so, well done. <laughs> though it shows a lot like... Has everyone here seen Rogue One? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have. Shocker. You've seen Solo, so, but not have you at least yeah, seen, the... seen Solo, but not... <laughs> Have you at least seen the Darth Vader scene on YouTube? What? Did you see the Darth Vader <laughs> scene on YouTube? Which Darth Vader scene? And there's a From Darth Rogue Vader One. scene in Rogue One, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, there's a so, few, but specifically it, it, the it, end it, one it, he's referring right. to, I'm assuming. So it's worth mentioning that uh, Rogue One takes place right before uh, New Hope, right before the original Star Wars. Oh, like, literally right. within minutes. The end of Rogue One is literally within minutes of the beginning of the original Star Wars. So you do have this really badass scene where Darth Vader is basically just... I, I think that's the best way I can do so, it. Jazz hands <laughs> for the War Council, right? He's basically <laughs> just... Mike, you wanted to so, for my... 
for my point, it's that that you see so much more of these characters in the shows or the spin-off movies rather than actual mm. in the in the movies themselves. Like you don't see Luke be a badass in well, you kind of see his hollow, you know, his hallucination be a hologram. I mean, be a badass in uh, The Last Jedi, but you don't see him be a badass like you just saw him being a badass at the end of The Mandalorian. Mm. Well, he's also you don't like see an Vader. old man in The Last Jedi. He's Yeah, he's no excuse because he failed Kylo Ren or Ben or whatever the hell he wants to freaking identify himself as. No excuses. Not when Yoda can move around like he does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's also a different like, species, Mike. Nine hundred. Okay. Okay. And uh, Sidious. Ah, not Sidious. Um. So two, episode three, cuts off Anakin's hand. Dooku. Oh, Dooku. Dooku. Yeah. He well, was pretty Dooku well for an old man too. I, I was going to say, like, all right, I mean, the guy, actor himself, I'm pretty sure was in his freaking 50s, 60s when he was doing this, so I was like... No, 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 hold on. But Luke could not do those things because he's he cut himself off from the Force, which is why he was able to extend his will through the Force across star systems because he cut himself off. You see? Doesn't that make sense? Do you have any idea how much anime I've watched, John, and that's the most bullshit thing I've ever heard? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dragon Ball's plot makes more sense. <laughs> and anyway, Grogu's dead. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. And Boba Fett just goes like, "Don't worry, love. I'll put on a nice show." Then just dips. I'm like, "Where is he? Where is he?" The, the rest of the whole time. I like how he just ends up. And then, and then he goes like. I'm top bitch now because I took over Jabba the Hutt's uh, territory. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, and he's got his woman snap. on his side. He's, he's just, yeah, just like I love a pimp. Fennec it's too. like the pimp sit. <laughs> yeah, and also, uh, fun fact, yeah, uh, Agent May, she's also uh, OG Mulan yes. in the animated one. Yes, yes, she is. Oh, really? Yeah, she's oh. amazing. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Did not know that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> I said that she played uh, Chun-Li in Street Fighter, but no, your reference is better. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's like Disney royalty. Like she actually. Oh has yeah, she was like. Uh, I think she did the triple crown. Uh, they literally were saying something like that. Yeah, but yeah, she's like really well respected by Disney to the point that she, I, I think they did crown her as a. There was some like ceremony or something that only a handful of uh, celebrities in Disney have actually gotten. That, you know, she was well, up for. It's better as they that should. Disney respects her than uh, DC and Warner Brothers respecting Amber Heard. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, don't get me started. We never on did that talk about because, the whole Johnny uh, Depp news, did yeah, we? Yeah, remember that cancel culture one? That's something I would have raged on right now. We're going to have to do a damn story. We're going to have to legitimately do a cancel culture episode. Oh, I'm snapping. Yeah, there's a lot there. Careful. I'm canceled. I'll put on my show. angry eyes. But unlike me when I'm canceled. <laughs> we have to start to fuck us off like that. You won't like me when I'm canceled. You know what? That's going to be Chris the first. Pratt just canceled. Oh, he, was, he, tried, he got canceled like, like three times. They've been but it, it, trying to cancel like, Chris Evans for a year and a half. Yeah, it, it's yeah. You're ultimately, if an actor is like that well beloved, they're just not going down. It's like, what are you trying to do at that it's point? Like, what's he even done? That's been proven legitimate fact that I wouldn't even be able to tell you myself either. Chris because, Pratt. Yeah, it, it's because he's like devoutly Christian that rubs a lot out of uh, people on the left the wrong way. So. I thought uh, it was well, because the church was like into conversion therapy. 
Oh, right, uh, I, right. I guess. I, I, I've heard that too, but who knows how much he would actually believe in that. Even if it was yeah, has he ever said that? promoting no. it or using his platform to like promote those ideas, right? I don't know. Uh, well, hopefully not, because that's just, uh, you know. Yeah, so it, it's a little bit, yeah, it's pretty absurd. <laughs> Dumb. I, that's all I can say without being controversial right now. The first yeah. episode, mark my words, the first episode of this podcast next year is going to be Utterly Nonsense is Cancelled. Uh, <laughs> can't wait. As I don't know if you could talk about that on like a live stream and not have it shut down, but who's watching? And We've had a few yeah. viewers in and out through the whole thing. Yeah. And then we're going to get reported. We're going to get flagged. We're gonna get downvoted. And I'm gonna drink in the salt. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, oh god, I, I, the tequila. Oh. Okay, anyway, so Jake so- is definitely still watching. So if we want to do cyberpunk next, <laughs> I think he's available to come up at any point. He's saying, "You bastard." That's right. The next one is 69. <laughs> Got him. 69. This is yeah, how. Actually, yeah, that's gonna be utterly nonsense because. Oh Look god, you this. have to wait. <laughs> Can't do this episode in January. Wow, you have to wait till April. Why? Oh, what? It's April. Yeah, oh, why do we have to April twentieth? Oh, okay. Uh, no. <laughs> oh my god, yes. I think we might doesn't actually really, have to do that. It, it doesn't actually. I, I'm going to say, uh, you know, I'm the one person who's non-PA here. I'm in a state where weed is actually legal, so it's not really as... Uh, <laughs> oh, is weed legal in your state, CJ? It is. It is, Mike. Come to New Jersey. We've got all the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have to quarantine for two weeks after I come there. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not trust state borders to hell with that. No, I, I, wouldn't, I don't blame you. <laughs> well, um... Anyway, uh, Jake, if you're in the chat, I think we are going to talk about Cyberpunk next. So uh, yeah, um, I, was uh, say, I can't believe how much of a steaming pile of dumpage that was. I feel bad for all that. Like the fact that Sony literally go like, "Hey, if you you want to return it, we'll refund you." I was just like, name the last time that's ever happened for a launch of a video game ever. Like it was that bad. Like maybe the that that stupid FPS the, the division or something that oh, glitchy was it, was it that bad? Hit, yeah. That freaking yeah. thing, right? There was that No Man's Sky. Um, I actually oh, did no, make I a list of like it. massive disappointments in video games this year. Let me see if I could pull it up. Where were my notes? PlayStation Five. Oh, okay. Jake Gordon has entered the chat. The, the PlayStation well, Five. Out of how did Jacobson? So we we we're very lucky here to have someone who actually understands what programming is. Found it. Uh, oh, I will, I will <laughs> yeah, he's the smart more. one here. That's a bit of a stretch. Well, I mean, you you definitely know more about this shit than we do. So uh, just, just a that but uh, yeah. Okay, so, so um, uh, I will say immediately ahead. when I found out about the cyberpunk drama. My mind jumped to Fallout seventy six. Like I, I don't think there's been uh, any sort of outcry since seventy six. Oh my like, god! Like look, love or hate Bethesda, you got to admit it's a similar situation. Beth- what hasn't god. Bethesda screwed up though? It, it's like a highly hyped franchise. Obviously, Cyberpunk has had a lot more momentum to it. Uh, Fallout seventy six was more like it, it not necessarily spur of the moment, but there was a lot less demand for it coming out. Um, but it's like you have these diehard fandoms that are like not willing to acknowledge these bugs, not willing to acknowledge any of these problems. But ultimately, they're there. The vast majority of the people who are playing these games acknowledge that there's problems that need to be resurrected. What are we doing here? 
I what? think there are a few key morsels that led to this travesty, which, I don't know. Depending on if you're a fan, it's tra it's awful if you don't care. It's the greatest thing ever. You get to kick back, get your popcorn, watch a total shit show. <laughs> First and foremost, I really don't think CD Projekt Red was a good fit for a game like this. Like, they are the Witcher people. And to go completely into not just, like, a total, like, style of universe, just... It's a whole different game compared to what they do. Although, what is it? I haven't been paying attention to it too much until recently. There's a lot of shit coming about, like, the execs of CD Projekt Red. Like, they weren't going to pay people on their bonuses unless they got, like, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm trying to think right. some other things. Yeah. So Which is weird, because like you pay for too. reviews. Like, it's no secret. They pay for reviews. That's oh, another shocker. thing. There were so many bugs on, like, the last-gen console versions, like PS4, Xbox One, all that. Yeah. They <laughs> did not give out review copies for those. So people who got it on that system got fucked you so bad that, like, Microsoft and PlayStation were offering refunds, like, full refunds. Like, yeah, we know that the marketing material didn't tell you this game was going to be this bad, so here you go. And it's off the PlayStation sure. Store now. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what Microsoft I heard. Exclusive. That just from what I've seen in the early gameplay, it seems like the console versions are even like way worse than the PC version. Um, I will say a guy I work <laughs> with sad. is a you know he's got a gaming PC. He's like telling me again, like John, that I have to get a gaming PC that I have to invest in it. Um, <laughs> I mean, you do. And but... he, so he got Cyberpunk day of release, said it was actually pretty good. He doesn't know what all the uh, problems are about. Um, so, you know, there's people out there that were are, you know, in that mindset. It, it, and again, that's why I sort of relay it to uh, Fallout 76, right? You had diehard fans who uh, actually really loved the game at launch. Um, so, you know, it's not to say it's all bad, but you know, there's bugs. They need to be fixed. I mean, a there's a lot of them, though. Like, I was watching my friend play it from the beginning of the game, and the beginning of the game wasn't too bad, but now that he's further in to it, they just keep popping up over and over, especially the way the cops system works. Like, Ooh, you do there's... one thing, like you say, you shoot a couple people, and it says, uh, police warrant issued. So, you turn your camera around, nobody there, you turn it around again, oh, there's a cop, there's a drone, I'm dead. There's... Two fun oh, bugs based off God. of that I was made aware of thanks to somebody linking me some Twitter stuff. So, there's some very basic AI missing from this game, and people are writing it off as bugs. These are complete features missing. So, AI driving cars have absolutely no pathfinding. So, sometimes you'll catch them, like, literally driving through walls or just driving into each other. And if you turn around and turn back, their cars are gone. And the same thing happens with, like, AI that you, like, alarm by, like, shooting or committing a crime or something. If you see citizens, like, cowering, like, freaking out from you, you turn away and you turn back, and they're just gone. They pop out. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's the worst thing in a decade. And there's, like, it's not like, oh, we're going to just update and fix this or anything. It's like the game is, like, fundamentally flawed at the core, so. (laughs) And people like to shit on Bethesda. I know. I was saying this early on. I mean, it's typically Bethesda, like... so I, it, they kind of deserve it. So, yeah, this this sounds like. I mean, compared <laughs> it's been a to constant Zebra, problem. It sounds like Bethesda has their shit together. Come on. It was. Um, I don't know. I think Bethesda compared, has a bit more of a track comparably, record. Comparably. Given comparably. this is a pretty bad fuck up, right? Like, Cyberpunk is going to go down in history, well, and not for the right reason. Think about uh, it this I mean, way. Well, also, people on Twitter were saying uh, Cyberpunk 2076. Uh, like, 
oh. a day and a half too. So <laughs> think, think about it this That's way: a- at least <laughs> uh, at least CD Projekt Red didn't release a broken game and then tr- go about fixing it in horrible ways that messed it up even more. And then release a new membership program where you get to pay a hundred dollars to just play the game with some features you probably should have had already, or uh, release wow. trash you know bags for collectors. Do next, right? <laughs> yeah, we we have yet to see. I have a, a tiny yeah, bit more faith in CD Project Red, but uh, you can't forget about the phase where Bethesda released trash bags as collector's edition items, <laughs> and then helmets that literally had asbestos in it or something crazy like that. What in the? Yeah. Yeah, so, there was, was or like seventy six definitely was a was a huge misstep. Or the Nuka Cola. Uh, yeah. is the same thing. I mean, I, I will say I did get into seventy six. I played the main story like when I actually got the game. Yeah, it, at least yeah, when yeah. I got it, most of the bugs were fixed. I didn't notice anything game breaking. Um, it it was you know it's a fun game if you like Fallout. You know, I just want the update. I, mean, I enjoyed the one game. Um, uh, what the hell was it? Uh, War never changes. The- I only know that Fallout line. 4. That <laughs> one. War never changes. Literally, all of them have that line. Yeah. In it, I, I mean, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, I'm a bad nerd. Is, I don't know these things. Point is, at least since I stopped playing, I know they've added a, a lot more content to it, free of charge to anyone who actually has the game. Um, I n- know uh, Steel Dawn is the new thing, which is like the Brotherhood of Steel add-on. Uh, oh right, a lot right. Of good so. You know, it's clear the that these games Steel. can succeed. It's really more about yeah. It's like uh, it, No Man's yeah. Sky. That's a good success story. Everybody wanted to shit on that, and look at where it is now. It they kind of delivered on a lot of their promises from early on. They just it's not that they were scummy and lied to people. It's that they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. At the end of the day, it it, it sucks. It really sucks what happened to like things like seventy six or Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, but. I don't want to watch a game just be bad and laugh at it. Like, I want people to get their money's worth and have a good experience. I would love for them to just try again. I don't know. I mean, we want to play a good cyberpunk, right? It's funny. Yeah, haha, it's funny. But at the end of the day, it's a fucking waste of everyone's time and money. All that marketing buildup, and then it just ends up... Like, the whole time, I got the idea that it's a ton of marketing, but... The actual idea of the game, because it's advertised as this big open thing where you have near infinite choice in this massive setting, but they're like, oh, but it's story driven. Well, what is sto- what is every story driven game on the PS4? Yeah, it's no. linear, you don't really have that much choice, you don't really get to make that many decisions that affect things to, you know, not, not in a big way. And, th- and that's kind of how it is in Cyberpunk, at least to my knowledge. Your choices in the beginning for the character's path don't make that much of a difference. You're stuck in all of these extended, long dialogue movie scenes because it's a story game. Ugh. And it's like all the open world aspect to it is kind of empty. Like I was watching somebody explore around with like a special jumping ability. And it's like, okay, you can jump on buildings, but there's nothing there. There's really no incentive to do that, to keep doing that. It's just, it's a lot of pretty stuff, but it's all style, no substance. I know it, you know it, everybody knows it. Yeah. You want to play a fun game... I'd have more fun playing Saints Row. You want to play a fun game where you get to be in like a a dystopian transhumanist society or whatever with like cyberpunk themes? Play Deus Ex. That is a great fun uh, game. I figured you were going to say Detroit, become human. No, I would would ironically recommend a David Cage game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. You know, this kind of, I guess, almost makes me glad that they delayed Halo Infinite, because that's another thing where there was, like, 
crunch time, a lot of staff going in and out, them hiring new people, then them leaving, and then more new people. And then, you know, that one little demo came out at whatever the Xbox event was, and it was not that impressive. The visuals we, we all saw the memes. Yeah, we all saw the Craig memes. The one... Yep. You know the, the ones, one. if you know what I'm talking yep. about. Oh, it's so good. I hope they keep that, though. I hope they put, like, a little Easter egg later in the game for some shit like that. Yeah, like a little achievement, like they've done before. Oh. But, yeah, so now they delayed that, not just... Because some, some people were saying, oh, it's going to be ready for early next year, spring, no problem. Now it's delayed till fall next year, and they're, like, showing all these new visual assets, which are, like, completely different from what they were doing. So it's almost like a restart. Like, maybe not yeah. a total restart, but... See, that's the thing I'm worried about with uh, games coming into the future like that. Like, oh, we've got the next-gen hardware, we've got it all. Oh, yeah, next-gen. We're only at the beginning of these things. Games aren't getting easier to make. They're getting more costly, more, like, they take longer to make. More ambitious. And, like, we're at another set of, like, new software we have to learn now to make games, which, if games keep taking, like, eight years to make, we're just never going to have, like, like, AAA games are never going to, like, reach their peak ever again if it's just like yeah we made this at the beginning of like i don't know ps4 xbox one's lifestyle and here we are at the end and this is all we have to show for it and now we have new hardware and well we gotta do everything over again for this new hardware and learn that it's just it's a mess and i feel bad for like i i feel bad on both sides it's, it's shitty for people who want to play video games because you gotta wait a million years for a really good fucking product and it's shitty for people who are making them because like everybody you know they just have their little tirade on Twitter or Facebook or wherever they fucking complain. It's like, oh, this game sucks. It's so bad. It's like, bro, I've been working on this forever. And I just listen to what my boss tells me to do. It's not easy. Yeah, like, how many frames per right second now. was this guy working on for, like, X hours? Like, damn, like... It's wild. That yeah. sucks for the game devs at times, and I do feel bad for those people, but I'm just like, okay, but... I mean, I guess you can try, and if you didn't know what you were doing, then how are you able to work on that project? I suppose the one okay thing is that the PS5 and Xbox X, I don't know what we're going to call it, Series X, I just say XX because it's easy. Uh, They're not not too dissimilar in Xbox at this point, for everything for me, Xbox, I'm like, I don't care. The new one. They're not too dissimilar from the current consoles, but the thing is, is that because Cyberpunk started its development... Uh, uh, so long ago, I think it's before the PS4 like and Xbox One were yeah. even out. It, it was it was vaporware for a lot of years. Let's be yeah, honest. They were here. saying. Like, I think they yeah. actually started development maybe like two or three years ago. It seems that way, but because they had already promised to put it on those consoles, they went ahead and did it. When in really, it should have just been the newer consoles, and they should have focused yeah. their time and energy on that. That's always what scares me is like when people. It's like splitting development time between next gen and current gen. Yeah, I was gonna say, how many times are gonna they put the same Grand Theft Auto on the next quote new gen console? Oh, that's their uh, that's mm-hmm. Rockstar Skyrim. They're gonna make that forever. Yeah, I was just like, seriously, yeah. all right, at least like it makes the next Grand Theft Auto video game not don't make it the same damn one. I'd be listen. I'm all fine if you want to fucking make Skyrim or Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto Five for the rest of your goddamn life. My only complaint hey, yes. is make something new. Like yeah, like they've released story, the same Skyrim for so many years. Oh my god. At, like work and stuff like that. I love throwing on like little like videos to listen to. A lot of like, oh, Elder Scrolls lore. And it's like really fucking fun. But at the end of the day, it's all like speculation because it's like, oh yeah, we were looking in the files and it feels like there was a quest here, but it never got finished. And it's like, this game's been around for nine years. There's so much sh- more shit you could have added to it. You just released the same thing that just looks prettier each time. But I got to give 
Todd Howard a little bit of credit. He explains himself. He says, you guys keep fucking buying it. We're going to keep making it. I will say, I would pay I mean, good yeah. money for a fall on New Vegas release, and oh that's gosh, still yeah. not coming. But it, it's like there actually is like fan demand for a fall on New Vegas, Fallout 3, uh, released on the Fallout 4 engine. So, yeah. yeah. I would kill I don't know for where that. that's coming. <laughs> I would, without a doubt, buy a remastered uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai and Tenkaichi games, without a doubt, for new gen consoles. They fix up the game. They fi- fix up the uh, the fight ca- uh, mechanics up a little bit. Oh boy, they could be actually like pretty good and fun. I like that idea, but that's another thing that scares me. Is like a lot of like games that are like getting awards and all this shit are like games we've already paid, but a little we've already played, but just a little prettier. Like Demon yeah. Souls, Crash remake, Spyro Demon remake. Souls? And I'm not saying like oh I hate remakes or anything. I, I love fucking remakes because like. There comes a time when it's like, man, I played this when I was a kid. How do I play this now other than like playing it online off some emulator or something like that, right? I I I honestly think like main party teams should have like a remake team and then like a new development team or something like that. You just keep everything coming, you know? Like I don't know. One day in the future have there'll fresh be fresh eyes out there on yeah. the yeah. There'll be some console out there, and I'll have a fucking kid or something. I'll be like, hey, look, this is what I played when I was a little tiny baby like you. <laughs> and they'll have, be like, oh, this is what I'm playing now, that, that I'm a tiny little baby or whatever, you know? Me yeah. showing my kids my old DS. That was the, like, the OG DS, you know, the freaking hunk that, of... That's the only well, DS I have. Like, you should not have whatsoever. Uh, yep. Touchscreen technology, Dad. We just download our yeah. brains into our computers now. Uh, oh my god! My no, care. Dad, we just literally have our Google glasses and tip tap. I can do it, whatever I need. We just astral project now, Dad. Come on, get with the times. I don't know. It's gonna be. Oh my it's god. gonna be like all in the new Star Trek shows where everything is just a hologram in front of you that just kind of floats around and you don't really touch it. It's just if Cortana is do. not coming out of my arm, I don't want it. <laughs> What's wrong uh, with buttons? You can touch them. They're actually there. They don't disappear if a power failure happens no every buttons. time you get hit by a torpedo. <laughs> oh, no uh. Star Trek. <laughs> hey, man, well, if Cortana can do everything, everything doesn't work we anymore. Win. Literally. Oh, there's a surge. Oh, God, the controls are locked up. That, that happens anyway. Oh, God damn. I can't open my tools. front door anymore. The power's off. Bad idea. Now they have like programmable matter where it's like everything floats around. Oh, jeez. That even, actually sounds kind of cool. Even I mean, parts I, I, of the ship joke. float around. We joke, but I want to see how fucking freaky technology can get in the future. Yeah. Don't yeah. I, I, I hope you're the reason to love God, I hope. I want my hoverboards, damn it. But it's like, we are so dumb. We're so self destructive. We're going to create some shit that's just going to ruin all of us. We already made know. the most nukes in the damn planet. Good, CJ. <laughs> yeah. Speaking uh, of... I, I'm shocked that we haven't killed ourselves by now. <laughs> shocked, uh, we We've come damn close. I think we're either too stubborn to, to do it or just too stupid. I almost kill myself every day. Yep. <laughs> Same here. Speaking of unimpressive tech, no flying cars in cyberpunk. What happened to Blade uh, Runner inspired? Hello. Uh, that shit is so... They're no vertical traversal. They were going to put like a monorails or like gondolas to get around where you could actually yeah. see the skyline. Cut, wall running, cut, this, cut. Nope, we can't do it. We can't do it. We don't have time. We didn't plan this far ahead. We wanted to make a big game. We bit off more than we could chew. Story. This is what you get. Story and bugs. (sighs) 
it would be perfectly fine if they because it's not it's not innovative it's iterative it's like we take all these things that already exist and we just do them really well that's all you really need all right i don't, I don't care sure i i really doubt you're gonna make good on your promises oh flying cars parkour amazing parkour you're just gonna somehow outdo everybody at, at their own game no no way you know it does have but, uh, parkour a little tiny bit which i know i played and i'm pretty sure you played back for blood yes vaulting yes it does mantling i think it's is great in case anyone doesn't know Back for Blood is basically Left for Dead 3. You got the same developers who made 1 and 2. They're coming uh, back. They're not working for Valve because Valve doesn't make games. They nope. don't care. Well, but, we, um, yeah, not they say. just make money. That is true. Well, it, More it's money, like, less problems. The best analogy would be this is to Left for Dead what uh, Outer Worlds was to Fallout, where it's like a spiritual successor. It's a lot of the same dev team. Uh, sure, yeah. You know, it's the exact, actually, I think it's the exact same damn team, Turtle Rock Studios. Yes, yeah. it is. Yep. And I feel like, I played the alpha, they had it for like four days, of course, because left four, whatever. Yep. Um, I like it so far, obviously there's some performance they have to work on, bot AI, but I feel like the AI strangely improved from like the first time I played it, to the success of the might, They might have been actively like updating it or something, who knows. I did that, or I thought, like, maybe they programmed it so the AI learns off of player behavior, but... That would be pretty cool. Either way, what I always said that Left 4 Dead should have is the zombies should feel like they're actually getting hit when I shoot them. Because in yeah. Left 4 Dead, they just keep running, and they keep running, and they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming. <laughs> this, it, you actually feel the impact when you hit them. Get the hits in, it actually seems like you're doing damage. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we need more special infected. They only have a few so far, but They're pretty damn tough. Actually, it's are. just a tall boy. They, I hate I, him. I, I hate him so much. I'm so confused because, like, in the demo trailer thing, they talk, they like name all the infected, and then when you're actually like playing the game, they call them all something different. So I'm wondering if like they made that before they planned on the alpha or whatever. Yeah, I just say based on what they look like, like the the boomer thing. I just say boomer or fat yep. guy, and then yep. the tall one. Fat I say boy. big boy. Or arm arm guy, I, I call him. him. He destroys me. I still don't know like the optimal way to like take him down. I'm, I'm sure it'll be changed by the actual. I think the optimal way around. is to just run away. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, they do show those big glowing weak points, which I, I think is pretty fucking cool. You know, it's I try it's hard. to hit like, this, and it almost never does anything. Yeah, well, it's also really fucking hard to hit because, like, by the time I notice it, he's. They do this really cheeky thing where he lumbers towards you, but he puts his not weak point arm yep. forward. And it's only visible after he attacks. Yeah, so you like, basically have to bait it out and then it'll like, be have your friend shoot it. On this shoulder, and he's like coming so, at you, and he's like, hey, hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah, that's the tank, right. I was just like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, why? Oh, no, they, they, they've, they've got a different version of the tank in this game. It's called the oh. Ogre. So, funny story about that. Oh. So, obviously, or not obviously, why would I say it? So for the longest time, I've been playing Left 4 Dead 2 with a whole bunch of mods on with my friends, and one of the mods yep. we have, but <laughs> by the way, Turtle Rock, if you want this game to last, I know Mod Warner support. Brothers is probably breathing down your neck to put microtransactions, but please, mod support mod goes support. a long way. Yep. Anyway, one of the mods I have turns the tank into Shrek, and it plays the oh, all-star yes. music. And so Shrek is an ogre, and he was the tank, and now the tank in this game is literally called Ogre. Yep. Hey now, it's so, you're an awesome. Get to me, swoop. Left for Dead to me. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna overshoot this a little bit. 
It's literally just a perfect game. It's so goddamn simple, and the sky is the limit because of mod support. This game has so much, so much to improve upon with just like I love the cool like the card system, the weapon system, how you're basically like making like classes. Like I don't know if you played their other game, Evolve. I do not. I've heard of it. I just hear bad things about the way it was monetized. That is like the worst part about it. I love that game. It was so fucking fun to play, but everyone bitched and cried about loot boxes and they killed it. They still do. Like in their in their Discord now, all people talk about is the uh, the monetization. Like, oh no, why are they charging a hundred bucks for the ultimate edition? It's gonna be just like a bomb. It's gonna be the disaster. I hate it. Stop it. I'm like, just chill. It's, it, it's a game. It's a fun game. But it's this feels like the perfect like combination of like the way they set up like classes and shit and evolve with like the style of Left for Dead. It's like. All right, I'm gonna play this way, and I'm gonna be rewarded for it. It's not like this just generalist. Everyone's a generalist in Left 4 Dead, and we have a few like class specializations, which I think is cool. Yeah, because yeah, like somebody I was playing with, instead of having sprint, they got um, a few variations on the cards that took away sprint, but made his base movement speed faster, and he was nearly yeah. as fast as I was while sprinting. The advantage of which is that he doesn't expend stamina. Yeah, and that just makes it better for melee, which yeah, I think no. it's so cool. I door that, like, jam with the one that gives you plus two healing per kill, and I just, yep. just, just I was like, "What are you doing?" That one's so healing, good. Man. Oh I'm my just god, it's myself. so fun! It's so fun. Yeah. You run into uh, I, I love this alpha, but there were there were some fun there were some fun little bugs in this. Did you run into the uh, infinite gravity ladder? On um, I don't think so. What is that? Okay, so. I think it was very sparse when it did happen, but the very first level they have you going down oh, a ladder before you get to the same. I got, I got you. you Touch yep. the ladder, bang, dead. Just dead, right on the ground. The first yeah. time I was playing, no, the second time I was playing, we were all doing. We're like, oh, we're doing really good. This is so much better because we know what we're doing. All of us died because the ladder just made us drop. And it was, it was so fast. inconsistent. So funny. Like my one friend, he goes down the ladder and then he just falls down and dies, and then I just <laughs> jump down like right off the ledge after him, like. What? I don't know. <laughs> Perfectly problem. fine. Shouldn't have taken the ladder. Uh, and there was oh. another one where I played on one of the harder modes. So this guy knew what he was doing. He like ran all the way ahead and he got to the part where he like dumped the gravel on the ground to build yeah. a mount so he could climb over. So he got all the way past that. So by the time I got there, that was all done. But the mound wasn't showing up because I wasn't there and it didn't Ooh. load in. But it, I could still walk on it. But because... In my game, like in the server, it was there, but in my game, it wasn't. It was like teleporting me up into where it's stored <laughs> originally, and I just oh, like so I'm just like spamming the space key to climb over. So yeah, it's got bugs, but not nearly as many as Cyberpunk. It's also an alpha, so the, the fact that it's an alpha and it's doing leagues better than a game that's had years and years to develop, pretty good mark. This is due for like what July next year or something? June twenty second. June. That's even better. And here's here's also an interesting thing. I know somebody who's in China right now. He joined our game and was able to play. Not that well, but the fact that he's even able to do anything is amazing. That's good netcode. That is damn good netcode. Yeah. So, I'm hoping it'll be good. I'm hoping they don't completely fuck it over with microtransactions. We'll no, see. I don't. Fingers crossed. I really like that card system. That That stuff shakes stuff up, so... If, in case anybody doesn't know, literally, a lot of this game is built around this weird card system. Like, the infected you'll encounter in a match, like the random perks you get, 
I remember I was playing, what is it? I was playing the second level where they had the ogre. And I'm like, all right, cool. We got past that part. And then the next level, the ogre card appeared. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. I wonder what that means. He literally showed up at the beginning of the level and just yep. chased us for like the majority of it. It was the coolest thing ever. Sometimes, because like the, uh, and specifically the one where the guy ran ahead, we're just like sitting in the safe room while it's just staring us down. And we're like <laughs> unloading everything we have. And it just doesn't want to go away. And and then like yeah. the one guy, you know, he's like, "Hold on, I'll distract it." And it reaches all the way into like the garage and grabs him and just dumps yep. him. Yep, such a cool mechanic. Yeah, oh, I'm excited to see what other like infected things they do. I the just only, the only... hope they're not behind pig. Yeah, that that would be annoying. The only thing that I really mm, I, I I wasn't feeling too much is I'm I'm not that big a fan of like the personality of the survivors in this compared to like the left for dead survivors yeah they need a little bit more yeah. a little bit more meat on the voice lines but i can hear similar voices like i think the um i think his name is evangelo he sounds like lewis when he yells i think that's lewis's voice actor let me find out because i can actually see and I, and I think the other um the other guy is coach too oh. it sounds like coach Let's see. But that's only four characters we got. They're going to have eight and then more with uh, that on, so. It could be really good. It could be a pain in the ass to work through all the buying options. Yeah, because famously, Warner Brothers is also the publisher of the Hitman games and Hitman 1 and 2, I think, as CJ may know, is a nightmare to look through the buying options. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it's it's yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Basically, first of all, Hitman One you can't even buy if you bought the base game, like the vanilla version of Hitman One. And I didn't even buy the vanilla version. I bought the definitive edition, which is supposed to have access to all this content. Um, the stream key no longer works, right? Like, you literally uh. can't get this content from this game with the base game. That's um, super annoying. Yeah, you basically have to buy the next game to get all the content that you're supposed to get with the definitive edition of the original game. Um, and with Hitman 2, you know, once you invest in the DLC and get everything, pretty great game. But it's like, it's annoying that you have to go through all these paywalls to get access to the end of the story, right? Like, DLC shouldn't be, you know, uh, it, it shouldn't be the sort of boundary uh, from the actual uh, end of the story, right? It, it should just add on. It should just... Uh, uh, it, it should just, uh, you know, inspire people to actually pay for this thing to get additional content. It shouldn't be a prerequisite for buying the game. Yeah, it's like a lot of the times now, like, obviously with Mortal Kombat 11, you know they're going to release more characters, you know they're going to keep releasing more content. Like, they have the ultimate edition now, and ultimate means final, but is it really? Because on the starter oh, listing it says all final the content up to this point. So it's like a game comes out, but I don't end up buying it till two to two to three years after because it's not the full game yet. Are you, are you done yet? You actually done yet? Yeah. Don't get me started on all the Street Fighter versions. Oh, Alpha okay. Turbo Arcade Champion, Ultra Turbo Arcade Champion, Granted, Alpha Beta. Fighting games are a little bit more special when they do that kind of stuff. <laughs> Just because they have such a long-term support before they're like, all right, fine, we'll make another one. Yeah. I mean, Marvel Cam versus Camcom. Yeah, oh, like Smash no. came out two years ago. They're still doing DLC. Yep. So oh, they're gonna do that forever. Yeah, they just announced Sephiroth. That was why. 
Hey, now we get to see him stab Mario. Woo. Oh, Steve from Minecraft and Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII can fight on like his name I don't is know, Steve? the Mushroom Kingdom. It, it oh, it's it's such a love letter of a game. It's so bizarre. You just wonder who's gonna be in next. Crash or not? Like crash. Crash. We want Crash. Crash. Come on, Crash. I've been just I've been saying this since before the game's point. No, it, think... people wanted Sora. Instead, you get Sephiroth. You just eat shit. <laughs> I think they're gonna put in. Waluigi. I think they're gonna put in the Monster Hunter from Monster Hunter at some point. Why? Because <laughs> the movie came out with Mila Jovovich, another Capcom-based no, property ruined by Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> they, the Monster Hunter as a character, like I think, made a cameo in Marvel vs. Capcom, and also like yeah, Infinite. They have a monster from the fucking game as a boss in Smash Bros. Capcom okay. and Nintendo have been tight for years. It's about time we get like a little bit of a, a crossover in the Monster Hunter series. You know, I would be fine I if they just put Knuckles. Monster is. Guess what it's about? Hunting monsters. You're a cut above the rest. <laughs> you, you would not believe how many people ask what that game is about. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. So we've been streaming this thing for close to two hours at this point. Uh, do we have oh, anything boy. else we want to bring up? Um, Mandalorian season have, three is going to be the battle for the rule of Mandalore. Calling it now. Yes, that's what yes. I, 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 I think. Uh, Bo-Katan Are we doing the movie delays? Movie delays. Do you have a list? I'm excited for There's too uh, many. Unless you want to do like blockbusters. It's impossible. Um, well, well, I will say, and I mentioned before we start recording, I'm going to get an HBO Max subscription probably yes, this week. Max. I plan on seeing Wonder Woman on Christmas Day when it comes oh, out. Wonder Woman 1984, um, excuse me. 1984, yeah. The Max um, situation, I could quickly go down the list of everything coming oh, out. And, and, uh, there's another uh, yeah, big Pedro Pascal role, so go watch it. Oh, word. Yes. Yeah. I noticed that. I think he's a good actor, honestly. Yeah, he's so. great. The, the little thing. Even though he broke the code and it made no damn sense of the goddamn it. And uh, I'm not going to go into that, though. Little okay, things. Judas and the Black Messiah. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. The Many Saints of Tom Newark. Jerry's a kid. Reminiscence. That I do want to say. This one I'm, I, I'm that, excited for. I, I actually will say uh, Patron Saints of Newark was shot entirely in Newark and Jersey City. Very much a Jersey production. Love it. Uh, if you're a Sopranos fan, go see that. <laughs> By the way, you can tell how basic my interests are when I like pass by all these artsy sounding movie titles and then I see Godzilla vs. Kong! Oh yeah, monster fight! Pow, pow, pow! Ooh! I am five and what is this? <laughs> the Conjuring, the Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, the Heights. Space Jam 2. Oh, 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 oh my god, that's no, how to not. I'm, I don't need that. Yes, you do. I'm the sports guy. I know. I, no, I don't want LeBron James. It's stupid. It should have been Jordan. You hear LeBron James, and you'll like it. Yeah, you shut up. I I just wonder if they'll do like a tribute to Kobe Bryant. <laughs> oh, that actually will make me cry, and they well, better. How? I don't know. CGI. Yeah, the same way they <laughs> did with Michael Jackson. I don't know, man. Same way they did it with uh, DH him. How would they yeah, de-age a corpse? Too. Make it alive again. Okay, so what's after um, Space Jam? The Suicide Squad. The okay, that must be interesting. Yeah. Is that the James Gunn one? It is. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I'm actually very interested in that one. Dune. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but the uh, director of Dune wrote an uh, unhappy letter. 
the Warner Brothers about releasing his movie on computer and phone screens instead of in the theater. This is an autistic. Uh, makes sense. Like pretty much any major director has pretty much said, oh, this is going to be the death of the industry. This can't become Same. normal. Meanwhile, they get a giant right. fucking bailout. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Here's the thing. And look, uh, I don't think it's going to be normal. I, I like look, theaters are still surviving. There's not only thriving, nothing normal but right now. I, I feel like they're going to live through 2020 and all of the shit this spring. Like, there's still people going to theaters despite the obvious reason why you shouldn't be going to theaters right now. It depends so, uh, on how they feel after the pandemic. Because if yeah. people are like, "Oh, fuck that!" Streaming services of going to my home, yeah, that truly will be the death of like. The nah, well, it's like look, I was already legally be... streaming anyway. Well, look, yeah, let me tell I you, mean, they're gonna. Yeah, oh, so, a couple things. First of all, Congress literally just passed a bill while we were talking <laughs> about oh, uh, li- literally banning uh, piracy. It's or not banning piracy, but essentially making it a felony to pirate things from streaming services. That hasn't gone through the Senate yet. It might get vetoed, but that's part of the whole uh, coronavirus uh, relief act. Mm. Yeah, because so, that's more important right now. Well, it's like they're trying to save Hollywood and, and, you know, try to bolster the American economy, do all that, which I don't necessarily agree with making it a felony, but I get why that's in there, right? Um, they want to make it a felony to do anything. Now, now look, are, are we going to be seeing major Hollywood movies stay on streaming services first post-pandemic? I strongly doubt it. <laughs> as long as movie theaters are around, they're going to try to get people into seats, and realistically, that's always going to be a better model for actually getting money than like you know having people watch. yeah because if you're uh paying like 30 40 bucks to uh watch a movie on a streaming service i'm telling you right now you're an idiot yeah well ultimately and that's been the case with uh disney plus i know that that they uh, had a paywall behind mulan yeah that was uh, and stupid. a few of their other movies yeah that was bad though uh, hbo max uh the great thing about hbo max wonder woman 1984 is going to be included with your subscription and I think they're planning on doing that with a lot of their movies. So, so I'm guessing they're doing that. Like, obviously, you can get like a free trial or something like that, right? No, yeah, I think they're cutting off the free back. trial. I saw that somewhere. Okay, that makes sense. So that you can't just get it and then watch Wonder Woman and then go away. Yeah. Uh damn, really? Which yeah. look, it's what ten bucks a month. Who cares? I, mean, I was going to do that. Fifteen, that's whatever. What I always do. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, anyway, it's. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see like what 2021 looks like for movies. It's going to be not just an interesting period of time, but uh, I, I, I'm optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic, especially with the vaccine coming. I, I feel uh, like overall it's going to be, be quite year. interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I long for the days when I'll be able to go back into a movie theater and not feel oh, same. I have a tinfoil hat theory about the future of the movie industry. Oh I God. think Disney is going to purchase up some company. And uh, try to take a stab at making movie theaters. Make some think about oh, bringing back the family experience to the movie theaters. Because I don't think oh, that's so allowed. Basically, yeah, that so would be what a they're probably already doing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think isn't it one of the laws that um, movie studio companies cannot own theaters, which is yeah. weird when you think yeah. about. Google owns the only app store on Android, and Apple owns the only app store on Apple phones. There is no law that will stop Disney. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Like, literally every antitrust law we have has not stopped these companies from essentially becoming monopolies. 
the biggest problem with this country <laughs> is that when a company becomes too powerful they're literally above the law like there's no yeah. prostitution there we're not Especially doing anything to stop them. like call off 50 lawyers right like we need judge right. that. It, that well that's <laughs> the problem we functionally live in an oligarchy oh, yeah. and you know i not to sound yeah. conspiratorial but ask anyone who's actually studied the law anyone who's looked at these companies <sighs> we get it you, you minored in political science Second, double majored, but yeah. And yeah, it doesn't take a lot of gray to tell you that this country is seriously fucked up. You're saying we're moving no closer <laughs> and closer to a cyberpunk future. Real life to tomorrow shark. season one, where you essentially don't have a country anymore. You have a group of shareholders who rule over everything. We're going to, we're going to like Star City 2044 or like... Please, uh, no, like, I'd um, rather rake my own eyes out than have to deal with Iris West ever again. Yes. I'll rake what, my own what? eyes out for cybernetic eyes. Hey, anything's <laughs> gotta be better than randomly having your own body T-pose and then have your pants removed <laughs> while on a motorcycle. It's better than failing this universe. I don't uh, know, that sounds like an experience you can't that have. <laughs> that I one. had to, John. I had to for that one. Uh, anyway, other interesting addition. This is probably the most interesting one. Matrix 4. Oh, yeah! I'm the other Matrix movies, obviously, <laughs> still. You only need to see the first one, really. Oh, uh, well, of course. And a few fight scenes from the sequels. Yeah. This one I'm excited for. Speaking of fight scenes, Mortal Kombat! <laughs> You're still choosing the wrong one. What do you mean? <laughs> Godzilla vs. King Kong. I said that. I mean, yeah, that was uh, early on. You know what? Next Mortal Kombat guest characters: Godzilla and King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> they said he was too big. Then we pointed at Smash Bros. That's right. We did. And the then let the Dragon Ball Z putting in Ozaru's. Oh, that'd be great. We did horror characters. We did '80s action characters. Now we got to do the uh, classic kaiju monsters. Do it. I'm down for it. Uh, I'm up for kaiju's. And this is the last one on the list. I'm just skipping a couple, which we probably won't recognize. But uh, a movie called Cry Macho, starring Clint Eastwood. How old Ooh. is this man? I so think he's immortal. I'm gonna say 89. Yes. Eastwood age. He is 90. I was close. Okay, is I'll he take. He's not dead. Because he's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Men in that generation, let me tell you, are tough as balls. Oh they my god, yeah. Yeah. Clint Eastwood's like the toughest of them all. Oh yeah, he's bad. Like he needs to moisturize. He literally looks like the back of a pencil. Yeah, hey, look good tonight. When you're it's that like old, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we covered most. Of, Honest. Okay. So I will say, I think we're about done here. I just want to yeah. say it's been a shitty ass year. Oh, <laughs> that's been. Wait, well, yeah, actually, get quit out this year. What? We'll actually get Black Widow in the next year. That, yeah, that's also good. Hey, I'm with that. Give me my Scarlet Joe, well, baby. It's been, okay, so it's been a shitty year for all of us. I can't wait for this year to be over. Yeah. We don't have too much longer to go. Um, well, shit ain't going to be fixed overnight, but at least we can yeah. use this as the literal hindsight year. Look, it's, it's like... Make sure we get new. It, things <laughs> aren't going to get better right away, but oh. I, I'm optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, I'm looking forward to next year. I'm hoping things are better. 
We're top dancing yeah. on shallow ice. 2020 here, New Game Plus. Let's go. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, John, do you, we got this. do you have the outro queued up? <laughs> yes, I have it ready. So, without okay, further so... ado, this entire long thing, this is why we did it live. Because, look, now I don't have to edit. Bless the heavens. <laughs> I don't have to edit this long ass thing. Wait, Sony say something controversial, so he has to edit it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know okay, I would say so it. So, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, for the very last time in 2020, this has been the Utterly Nonsense podcast. You can find all of our links at utterlynonsense.com. If you stayed and watched our entire live stream, thanks for watching. If you have listened to this entire podcast, thanks for listening. What else can I say? There's a Happy holidays from all of us here at Utterly Nonsense. <laughs> the child says so goodbye. Keep it music. Play us out. <laughs>